already started the video, though. <laughs> Live and unfucking filtered, man. Ugh. Ah. Well. Damn. All right, Matt, we good? Yeah. All right, look that. I'm going to close this. Shout out to API. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, fellas? How y'all feeling tonight? How y'all feeling tonight? How y'all feeling tonight? What's going on? What's going on? Relaxed and chilling. Welcome to the very first Fire Ain't Free podcast. Home and quality touch with my boys. I got my man's, as Wayne would say, daddy and whatnot. Will Bowser, what's going on with you, boss? How you feeling, dog? And then I got my cohort, my man's, Antonio Wayside. What's good? <laughs> All right, so this whole podcast is about us as engineers in this industry, how we affect things, how we deal with things, how we see things. And I, you know what? Let's just get right into it. So I asked a bunch of people on Instagram this past week, what are the things that you want to know about the studio and shit like that? So first and foremost, what makes a good engineer? Ooh. What makes a good engineer? Well, you want to start or shall I take this one? Ooh, what makes a good engineer? Well, it depends. It really depends. Like, at the, if we start from the beginning, if we're starting from the very, very beginning, mm-hmm. what makes a good engineer? The first, the first and foremost, somebody that listens. Someone, hmm. someone that is willing to put their ego to the side. We're talking about the beginning. So we're talking 100% at the beginning stages of learning how to engineer. Someone that puts their ego to the side and understands the whole concept of listening listening to someone that either has ex- more experience than you that is better than you don't lose the drive putting your ego to the side yeah don't you know don't lose the drive of actually wanting to be great but in the beginning stages you have to learn to put all that ego all that pride the i know this because i've seen it online on youtube mm-hmm. you gotta put all that on the back end until you get your moment to shine you know what I mean? Oof. So, so in after all that BS, what makes a great engineer? Someone that uh, pays attention, someone that listens, and that's and someone that is not scared to dig into the details. Huh? Wait, so how do you feel about that shit, man? Um, I agree a hundred percent with Will, but I will also add to this. I think what makes a good engineer first is competence and intelligence of the craft in itself. You know, just being able to know what to do and be able to do it efficiently and quickly on the spot in the situation. I run a lot of tracking sessions. Now it's like, of course, the job title is just, oh yeah, just hit the record button and let them do their thing. And if they want to punch in, let them punch in. But no, if you really want to impress your client, if you really want them to come back, you have to show them, you have to give them an experience. I learned that from working at Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah my job title is just to serve you your food and take your money, but I have to give you an experience. That, 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 that comes with um, using certain plugins on this session that might be better on his vocals that wouldn't be as effective with another artist. And um, another thing, I feel like every engineer should always um, be creative in their work, you know, Um, be creative with sounds. If you have an artist that's willing, always listen to the artist first. Mm -hmm. Deliver exactly what the artist wants. That's primary focus. But if you do have an artist, a lot of artists like to go different creative directions and you can actually build a stronger relationship with people if you're willing to sit down take the time and be creative with artists and not just be repetitive really put your energy and your focus into maximizing the potential of the sound okay i feel that i think that the bigger 
issue that I come across a lot of people is one, a lot of people don't know the difference between a recording engineer and a mixing engineer because not everybody is both. Mm-hmm. Mm, true. Some people are really good recording engineers, but they're not good mixing engineers. Some people mm-hmm. are really great mixing engineers, mm-hmm. and they're not good recording engineers. And I think a lot of the things that you guys talked about kind of bounce between both. Like, um, for instance, you're a developer, which kind of strays from the engineer category, and it's more of a producer, producer. role, which is not to take away, but that confuses the person that doesn't fucking know. Right. Because then they think a lot of times that we're supposed to do a lot of things that really it's not in our job description. Right. Like if we, if, we, mm-hmm. if we take it to the bullet points of like what an engineer is, you shouldn't have to do that. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, but that's, that's where you have, and no, there's, there's nothing wrong with that because you build those connections and those relationships and in those instances, those are lifelong clients that you have gained. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're doing more work and maybe it doesn't pan out right now Bank account wise, but it, it, it'll, it'll pan out in the end because that's somebody that you now have as a lifelong client. And you can depend on that shit right. forever. Um, but for me, what makes a good engineer, man, I would have to I would have to say somebody that uses their expertise to only fulfill that role. Like mm-hmm. when I get record when when I get requested mm-hmm. to be a recording engineer, at the end of the day, I don't want to be a mixing engineer. Like it's very much just knowing my role in that moment. Because if I don't know my role, then I'm out of pocket. And I feel like a lot of times I can mess up a record because now, let's say I'm a recording engineer and I did a whole lot of work because I believe in this record. Cool. If they send it to a different mixing engineer and it's not me, that whole record is now going to be completely different than what that artist initially heard. Mm-hmm. So now they're judging that record off of what I gave them. True. And that creates a little bit of friction sometimes because sometimes people are just like, oh, well, you don't do it like my mans, so I'm going to go to them. But, okay, if you go and record with that guy, then it might not come out the same way. And I think a lot of times it kind of, like, fucks things up. I think that um, people really need to understand our role in things mm-hmm. and like how far I'm really supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Because if you pay me for a recording session, yeah, sure, I might give you a rough mix, but I'm not giving you a mix mix. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like a lot of times they're like, oh, well, you're not a great engineer because my man hits me out the way 40 an hour and then gives me a mix at the end of it. I'm sorry, that, that, that's not how that works. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you're gonna pay for that mix, you're not gonna pay the re- the recording prices and think that at the end of but the day you're gonna get. I think that really comes down to the level of clientele that you're dealing with, their expectations. Because real artists understand what's in the job description of the people that they're dealing with. Well, then I think the question then at that point is, what is a real artist? Mm-hmm. Yes and no, because because you gotta educate. Or what are you defining as a real artist? You have yes, to, you have to educate. Because because okay, well, artist needs to educate themselves. No, true, but. <laughs> Listen, no, no, no. I, look, yes and no. It, I would say it's a it's it's, it's a 50 50 split. Books out here. So, videos. so <laughs> this books out here. So, I mean, <laughs> so first day I met this dude, he told me, "Hey, you heard of Donald S. Passman? Go check him out." But but that's but that's the thing, the knowing the business part leads into realizing everything else. So example, we have an indie artist, right? Mm-hmm. Might not be the beginning part of his career, but he's in a career that he started. You know what I'm saying? So cool. Are they going to know the business? Of course not, because most artists spend most of their time, most of their life, being creative. Learn, yeah, trying to learn how to be more creative right. and the best creative they can be. Right. 
on the other side of the on the other side of the fence though is where most artists don't like to go anyway. They, no artist likes dealing with paperwork, which it's we boring. all see. Oh yeah. my gosh, no that is the it. worst. No artist likes dealing with royalty splits. No artist likes actually reading their contracts. And unfortunately, that these are the things them back. Yeah. <laughs> but is that our job to educate them in that aspect? So I mean, if they so want a, a so consultation, then yeah. If, if I want to own a gun, you know, I gotta go do no, what no, I need is to it, do. Listen, listen, it's not our job to educate them, but does it bring? Does it bring? With it, let me see. How can I word this? It's not our job to educate the artists uh-huh. at all. Their team, nobody. But you know what it brings in? It brings in greater value for us and for them. You know why? Because number one, the fact that they're talking to people that know what they're talking about. Supposedly. Supposedly. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll say supposedly. It, it's not fair. <laughs> it's a lot of people I'm speaking for myself. So speaking for myself. Fair enough. So for myself, when an artist comes to me, I know what I'm talking about. Why? Because I've been there. Number one. Number two, we research. We develop. We, we take all these steps so that way not only do we know what we're talking about, we stay up on the news of the things right. that's actually going on. We mm-hmm. stay abreast of the things yeah. that are going on when we're talking about it. Right. So when things change, someone says, well, blah, 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 my man says this. Well, when was the last time you talked to your man? Great example. When copyright law changed. You know how many artists are still out here? Hundreds of thousands of artists out here that think that they can just go send off all their the music. The whole album. To get get it. It. <laughs> Little do you know, you can only send like what, like three ten. records? You can send ten. Oh, ten? Yeah, ten. It, it, went, it went from your whole catalog to literally ten records at a time, 50 a pop, and they and don't even one know album. That. <laughs> if that, that's, that's, that's it. And that album better not Jeez. be 12 you know tracks. And that's, and, but that's, but this is that kind of information. Again, we bring that, that's value. Right. Because why? Because now, Bringing that value to someone lets them know, hey, I got to save up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I have to be a little bit wiser. I have to make better moves and decisions, not right. for tomorrow, but for next year. Right. You know, next week. But those no, are I the kinds. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go those ahead. are the kinds of decisions that just literally set the longevity of your career. That knowledge, the education. I mean, of course, it's always going to come down to. Yeah, how good your music is and how much content you're putting out. But no, like behind the scenes, though, on like just a a wisdom playing the game and politicking strategy that really deciphers the longevity of your entire career, whether you want to admit it or not. I feel like we're, 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 we're talking about career artists, not people that are like after hobbies or are not sure. SoundCloud when it, when it. No, like when when we talk about what a good engineer is, I feel like there's there's two levels to it. You have the people that have no idea mm-hmm. what makes an engineer and who to go to, so the first person they stop on is their base level. Mm-hmm. True. And that's the like scary aspect for me because when I first started rapping, a lot of my boys I learned from them and they had bad studio etiquette and bad studio knowledge and they just thought that they knew certain things and they passed that down to the next person and the next thing you know, now you got 10, 15, 20 people that all have like bad etiquette and don't know what it really means to be an engineer and to have an engineer mm-hmm. versus if you've been doing this thing for a while or you have a manager or you have a team, your team's not just going to settle for anything. Now, while they might not all be educated in it, there's, there's always, we get those clients where it's like, yo, I used to work with so-and-so. They might be friends of ours. Mm-hmm. They, they might not. And it's like, okay, well, why did you go to them? Because 
when we did quality check, like a lot of times we're just sitting here like, bro, like, <laughs> like whose man's is this? Not just whose <laughs> man's is this, man's, but motherfucker, like you listen to music on the radio. Yeah. You have an iPhone, you have an Android, you have Spotify, you have Tidal, you have some shit. Yeah. Yeah. If your music doesn't sound like that, why doesn't it sound like that? So, so this is this is what I've I've realized though, even from running with Quality Check Live, that at the end of the day, most people, most people, mm-hmm. they come to us because of how we hear things. Our our level of skill and experience is based on not only just our knowledge, but again, our skill and experience. We yeah. don't just listen to music for enjoyment. We listen to it and break it down. We analyze it. Right. We then ingest what we've done and then put that back out into what we work on. So I know y'all will never want to listen on a car ride to music with this nigga because we dissect shit. We we, we don't even listen to it. But that's the thing. But that's the thing. Whereas the clientele, they ask us to do things that we might suggest don't do. But if they just are on a hard stance, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. You can get... You give someone more reverb when they ask for it and you go... That, that ain't it, that chief. Ain't it. Yeah. Uh, you tell them to their face, that ain't it. Guess Hit what? Hit the talk back. Hey, bro, I, I ain't really what? feeling guess this. What? But guess what? After that mix is done, they ask you for it, you're going to just fold and give it to them. There's no fight on it. You know why there's no fight mm-hmm. on it? Because that's what the client is asking for. You give it to them. You give it to them the best. As I think that's like that two percent that any engineer gives another engineer. Is when you get those files and you hear the shit that you hear, your head has to go, all right. Is this motherfucker a dumbass or is the engineer a dumbass? Well, see, and a, at the end of the day, like the engineer has to it, fulfill. Yeah, what's so the ask for? If the artist doesn't know any better, and, and that's where like like you're talking like the education, and I feel you on that because I do feel like there is a bit of personal responsibility that everybody has to take. Yeah, of course. Like, I feel like this though. I feel like as a mix engineer and a recording engineer, at, when I ask for a mix, I always say, bro. If you want it to sound like the 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 um the the pinnacle of your rough, mm-hmm. make sure your engineer sends me these stems dry as hell, then just send me your rough and I will match them. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Because I'm not about to EQ a lead vocal with hella reverb on it. Thanks. Oh man, I've got national. I'm not doing that. I've got I'm not going to do that. So Thanks. send me your stems dry and bare to the bone, then send me your rough, and I will maximize the potential of your creative vision. That's where I go. Speaking to your point, so I, even so, it's like the, the, how, how important is the recording process? If your chain is solid, it doesn't matter if you give him a shit ton of reverb. That's what he wants. You have to give him what he wants. Yeah, of course. But it's like if you're dealing with a good mix engineer, regardless of the fact, it'll still come out beautifully. I don't know. Well, no. Yeah. Like, we we've all heard records that oh yeah, the record did great. Yeah, but uh, sounds like shit. Yeah, um, I was about to say like look, people, it, shit, people, man, you know, people are. Come back to throw out some examples. I mean, rock wave. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to throw so many times. Oh man, know, here we go. It's a it's, it's a, a great record, but yeah. a terrible mix. Man, a hard mix, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible rock. Let's not let's not play, man. Like we hear these major records and we're just like how he records and then they. So much sense of why it sounds like that. You know, like the recording aspect. I hate this nigga. I hate this nigga as a person. But yo, Mm. the fact that you told me his recording process was some shit, then I listened to his mixes after the fact. Takashi Six Nine got some amazing fucking mixes. Well, no, it it depends on where you record. Jesus, hold on. Let's let's let me let me elaborate. It was his first records that he did. Sounded like trash because he recorded them himself. Obviously, but then he went to better studios, mm-hmm. and then he's allowed. He's a he's a yelling rapper. 
So when they, when when they're like, oh yeah, do that again, so we can turn down the input, whatever. Nah, they want it like that. Cool. That's why shit was distorted originally. You hear it now, it sounds great now and from a while now. Why? Because at some point you have to learn how to make that work. Oh yeah, like how we're talking about mm-hmm. the artist is asking for that. Guess what? The artist is saying, I like that distortion. Well, guess what? This is what happens. This is what you get. That's what you a mix knob is for, nigga. No, not just that. No, no compressor on the vocal. Guess what you get? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Guess what? Oh, I like that distortion. Cool. Let's crank up this input. Throw this nice compressor on there. Probably like a what? A nice little, maybe a DBX or something. Something that's going to grab Ooh, you quick. DBX. Okay. Something, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell, even a fucking, I'm a distressor. Mm-hmm. Right? Something that's going to grab it but let him be as loud and crazy as he wants. But it's just mm. yeah, limited. It, it keeps it where, where we all, we'd be like, oh, we can work with this. <laughs> Versus fire. just slapping that shit right on the channel and leaving it yeah. because the artists think that shit sound good. Because and you just can't like, do that. Oh, what the because, fuck? You can't do that. You because, have to have the chain artist. Because it's those things that, again, as as being a good mm-hmm. engineer, it's a, it's a quick judgment call. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they like this, but I don't like this. I need to make my job easier in the long run. Because you're slapping your name. You, like yeah. Those credits are on that yeah. shit. And if yeah. you're about your shit and you put your credits on this box and a nigga looks you up, next thing you know, oh, I want to look up Will Bowser because I've heard of him and I've seen him on Instagram. Oh, let me Man. see this record. And oh, my good, did Will, did the fuck? Oh, hell no. Thank God I, I do a whole lot of records. Not my They got to do a lot of records. Not my money. Like, <laughs> chef. You got me fucked up. Like, no. Nah. But yeah. okay, but but ultimately, like, just from the whole thing, again, like, just a good engineer, there's so many things that make a good engineer, though. And and there's so many hats that a good engineer wears. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. oh, oh, when we're talking, when we're talking right now, 2020, mm-hmm. this isn't 20 years ago, 30 years Most ago. Most engineers act as producers, yeah. even though we don't get paid for it. Yeah, really. The reality. Like, we're, we're, giving, we're giving the advice a competitive that, edge, though. That a pro- yeah, we're, because, because... It we, does give you competitive we know edge. It just would be nice if we got paid for our competitive edge. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Let, look, let's, let us not say that. Let's not forget the royalties. We do we are, no, yeah, the royalties, yeah, yeah all that, that shit. That but like, negotiate. Make, okay, would you like to be paid as just an engineer, or would you like the extra check that comes as being also the producer? All I, all I, the I would like it. All the above. <laughs> because because at the end of the day, yeah, if we're, if we're in here and I'm giving out advice, not just advice, if I'm giving direction, then I'm taking the role of the producer. Mm-hmm. Period. If you There's do no, take on the role as the producer, can't you just get production credits regardless? But a lot of people think so, that that is your role, so, though. No, 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 no. no. no so it doesn't this, matter this because I told you to do this. No, no, no. Like this. The, so this is the funny part, That's right? production This is the funny part. So it's the thought process that I've noticed that, that has kind of changed over the years. So most people... Right, most most artists, we 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 work in hip hop, so we talking rappers. So when a rapper comes in here and they basically are like, yeah, this is my producer. You didn't make the beat. To them, in their minds, they are thinking about someone that put their hands on these keys. Mm-hmm. They are they are thinking about someone that sat in a house, sat in an apartment, sat in a basement, and put all these pieces together. Well, then that brings up. Hold on, whether whether that person even had a team or not right. when they were putting it together, because they're not thinking that because no knowledge on it. Right. So now when you sit, when they sit down with you, they might not have the the idea on how to actually execute the vision that they brought to the studio with them. But because we are the kind of engineers that understand not only value and worth on both our end and their end. We have that. Why? Because we all made beats before. We've been in sessions with real producers before. We've sat behind the boards when someone's giving direction and understood that, guess what? This record needs this, this, and this. You know why? Because my years of experience and time have told me that this record I've heard before, or at least a version of it, and it needs this, this, and this. It's like making pizza. We've been to plenty of pizza places, right? right. 
Mm-hmm. Do they all taste the same? Hell no, no. baby. But guess what? We all know how to make pizza. Right. The, the basic setup on how to make pizza, we know how to do it. What you decide to change up in it is on you. But guess what? We make pretty damn good pizza. Right. So they're trusting us. Might not be our role. We might be the nigga that just throws it in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> our, we, 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 we might be the nigga just yeah. getting the dough, flattening the dough real quick and tossing it to the next yeah. nigga. But they don't know that. They're standing at the counter, not paying any attention, no mind whatsoever. All they want is us to get this pizza finished. That's Grand cool. Mats. That's cool, but then Mats got one. that's the argument Please. of what's the difference between a beat maker and a producer. And, and, oh, that's and, easy, too. That's, that's, easy. A, that's another easy one, I too. I mean, yeah, of course. But Who's you know, finishing the record? The producer comes. Oh! That's, that's, that's the beatmaker community ain't going for nothing though. I don't no, they don't have to. See, it's, it's all about knowing your place. That's all and playing your position. This is this is a team sport. This this isn't appreciate this isn't you guys. Just, appreciate mm-hmm. it. This is one of these out here. This isn't just We'll do our little commercial break. Whatever. What do we what do we, <laughs> we always talk about, right? Like what do I always tell y'all? This is the NBA. All these all these artists want to be in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. You can want to be in the NBA all you want. I'm an engineer though. And I'm in, I'm in the league. So guess what? You're an artist. And if you want to be in the league, I can help you, but I can only help you so far because you got to prove it. You might not, you ain't getting no... You can try to LeBron James that shit as much yeah, yeah. as you want, bro. Not, but if you look, ain't worth the trade, I'm, my nigga. I'm not a record label. We are a recording studio with very capable and handy and amazing engineering talents and skills that we've also broken off into other realms. But I'm not signing anybody. So because I'm not signing anybody, you can't play on my team right. as an artist. Mm. You can't be an artist on my team. We provide service and knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Right. Again, <laughs> That's what we again that reaches into other realms, but signing an artist, it does not. So mm. guess what? Yeah, We can help you, but again, my nigga, I'm here just to slide the pizza in. I feel that. And because I'm here to slide the pizza in, at some point, if you ask me to put some things on this pizza, I'm passing it to my man. It's what we do when someone says, do you mix and master? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not mastering anything. Well, but You how, can. How do you, like, I can. That's not, yeah. I we can. all know our lanes. I can master a record, yeah. But guess what? Would you rather me master your record, or would you rather have Drake's mastering engineer master your record? Uh, nine I times love you out to of death, ten, I would take Drake's mastering <laughs> engineer. Nine, that's what I'm saying. Nine, <laughs> nine, no, ten times out of ten. <laughs> I mean, it's expertise on this one thing. Yeah, because yeah. that's this has been the, something he's been doing forever. Pay you know money. what I'm saying? Pay yeah. the money. But that's the thing. The plaques that come with being Drake's our, mastering engineer, fuck it. So from from, from so, so, so with our conversation, our expertise. It just so happens that again, again, we were all three of us are producers though. Right. All three of us make beats. Right. Yeah. Now, how... Check how beat stars. Antonio Wesa. You know what I'm saying? I but don't I, make beats no more, so... <laughs> I'm just going to your record. <laughs> <laughs> I record y'all make sure shit. That's my shit the master, my nigga. But you ain't getting my beats. That shit is in the vault. So, so that's for my boy. That's only. the thing. It's like my, my expertise when, again, when, when Antonio's sitting down, when you're sitting down, when mm-hmm. I'm sitting down, I bring the producer expertise side of it because ain't no producers here behind me. Right. Ain't no one giving that direction to the artist. No one's saying... Hey, young, do that again. I didn't like that last take. And then we just like, you heard the man, click, click. And I'm going to sit here and rock. No, no one's doing that. So they come to us because our expertise dictates that you're not leaving out of here with that. Oh, what? Why? Because mm-hmm. it sounded like trash. Let's do it again. <laughs> that shit is so like, like, to, to, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we got to fix that fucking boat, bro. <laughs> yeah. But I 
She gonna survive. This is the goddamn first podcast. Don't bring attention to that shit, nigga. Hey, man, look, I got the ball. I just lost this at the crib. So I think that I think that at the end of this, the best way to describe a good engineer, because we've talked about a lot of the things that we do as great engineers, because to be honest, in Southern Maryland, we are the three names. Like, if you had ten names, our three names are going to come up somewhere in the shits. I mean, listen, Um, listen, I'm not going to call myself great. I'm going to just let people perceive me how they like to. Okay, Obama. That's fine. But I I know what I could do. You feel me? Like, I don't... And that's fine. But what I'm saying is, (laughs) I think for the average artist or the artist that does not know, I think a better description is, what is a bad engineer? Oh, it, shit. Because for me... <laughs> Y'all want to have that conversation? For, because for me, yes. right? Yeah. Right. No, no. Because this, again, is an unfiltered, very raw podcast. And that's All right, let's, let's, should be. let's start with this. So hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, hear me out one on. second. On. Hear, slow hear me out one second. Yeah. So for me, mm-hmm. for a long time, Will knows I've been freelance. I have just recently told him, like, dog, I'm in it, hands down, ten toes down. But for me, I deal with a lot of people that I tell them every fucking time. Oh, I want a mix. Cool. No problem. Oh, I want an album mix. Cool. No problem. Send me the fucking raw files. Why do I get files? And you are my witness because I brought the shit here. <laughs> I, know, I know. I got files with auto-tune on them. Mm-hmm. I got files with reverb with no BPM attached to this shit. So the shit's just everywhere. <laughs> I got delays everywhere. Like... That's a bet. If I tell you go talk to your engineer and send me nothing but raw stems, and you send me them stems, I'm waiting at the studio, and I got nothing but clutter, 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 clutter. It looks like a fucking hoarder's house, mm. and my goddamn stems that and it's only me, four tracks. That makes yeah, you feel like bad engineer, uh, incompetent engineer. Because if I all you, you for some shit. if you copy and paste the message I send, and I say yo, I need raw stems. Ooh. And you fucking tell that nigga that shit. Slim, slim. Let me let me say this. You got bro, your shit, you know, bro. You know what the most irritating shit is? There's a lot of irritating have shit. Have your engineer <laughs> send me the stems, right? You say you tell the artist, yo, have your mans, have your tracking engineer send me the stems. And then these niggas send you the most unconsolidated files just all at the beginning of the oh, record. Yeah. Just compiled oh, at the very beginning. Like, I'm supposed to, like, plug and play this shit, like, figure out this puzzle of where oh, the fuck oh, the vocal's supposed to go. Oh, a I'm nigga like, that doesn't know how to make a stem? Oh, my... Yeah, but um, yeah, we yeah, I have other artists that actually give a fuck <laughs> about that. Nah. Niggas that don't know how to make stems piss me off. Wait, what do you mean? Your engineers nah. fucking. This were, were you get like a stack of like twelve no. files and all of them start at zero and you have no idea what's the first no, verse or the second verse? Well, that's like, that's like the easiest way to take a client from. Here's my here's my worst, and this, and this and this goes for both. This is what I personally have hated over all these years of engineering. Oh shit! This thing is pulling his, I, his history. I up. hate, I hate with a with like the passion of Christ. <laughs> God I, damn. I hate. Nigga, what? I know. I hate. Hey. I, I hate bitch ass egotistical engineers who feel that sending you their files, they shouldn't do it. Oh, when the client, my oh, dick. When the client, <laughs> when the client <laughs> that has paid them, job. Oh my balls! It's like, your fucking dude. job. What, what, what the that? fuck and do you then, mean? Then, no, no, no. And then, no, no, no. And then, no, no, that's, that's only no, no. That's only the half. Actually, like you shouldn't have been your chain. No, no, like, and then, then some secret. Then there's shit. the other side. The other side with the artist. Well, you know, I figure I was just gonna be loyal to my guy. Let me get this straight. And and this is what fuck your guy. This nigga is Jon Snow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need y'all to stand there and take these L's, but I'm gonna die. I mean, I said L's. 
Like it's it, it's like the. It's not just you, nigga. Everybody's about it's to die. It's the worst. It's the worst shit ever. Like, if your guy says, "Well, you know, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send you these files." I bet the files come up like you just said, all at the front of the joint. I go, okay, cool. I feel. I used to feel like an asshole because on the website to our studio is a whole section on how to export files in whatever doll your engineer is That is kind of some asshole. It is, but you know what? But guess what? Guess what? That is. I wouldn't have to be that asshole if your engineer decided to be more educated. Remember those tutorial videos you wanted to make? Fuck all that making them at the top of the year. We're going to make a fucking video on how to export um, fucking mixes in each and every doll, whether it's Pro Tools, Reaper, Logic, Reason, fucking FL That's fine, Studio but you know 13. Okay, you know what the funny thing is, though? All of those are like 20, Yeah, they were like 20. But they just jumped on like 12. Listen, listen, 20, listen, hold on. Didn't they? listen, listen, listen. But, but that's all the same. It's all the same. I don't use FL same. Studio. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. Look, look, listen. I used to back in the stems, day. Listen, stems, listen, stems are stems. It does not matter. If someone says... It's a wave file at the end of the day. If someone says... Let, 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 let's, let's, let's debunk some stupid shit real quick. Number, oh, you're playing Mythbusters? Okay, number one, let's go. Number one, unless we're talking Harrison Mixbus, the doll, right, who literally, their doll literally has a sound to it. It literally has a sound. That's how they made it. So it sounds like something. Unless we're talking that, all dolls sound the same. All of them sound the same. They all export the same. They all do their same shit the same. The audio engine on every doll on playback, different. Mm-hmm. Sure. Export, though, they're nulling like a motherfucker on export because how we all listen back to it, sure. Whatever. The reality is, the, the last time, the last person that kept telling us Pro Tools was the best doll in the world shit, was probably the worst engineer we, we got talked to by. Period. Shit. Because at the end of the day, all dolls do the same thing. If I, You can stick the greatest audio engineer in the world in front of Pro Tools and they'll do their job. I can stick that same engineer in front of FL Studio to mix and they will do their job. The tools are what we all care about. Right. Because you know why? I stick this man in front of FL Studio and he's like, man, I don't know what I'm doing, but... I'm gonna figure it out. These tracks are here. Panning is here. What kind of plugins you got? Fab Filter. Not a Waves. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. Waves. Be- and oh my god, do not let me go into the goddamn system and set up all the VST plugins that go into my fucking doll. It because doesn't matter yeah. what I have there. Yeah. Fuck that. Because, be, why? Because, again, you cannot blame the machine that's housing everything. You can only blame the fucking carpenter and his tools. Hey, let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about this. Another um thing that bad engineers uh, do. Well, oh, I only want to like, come down on them like that. Yes, you should. No, 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 no. Fuck it. If you don't go hard, it's an issue. Okay. This is a go Another thing thing that bad engineers do that I've noticed in other studios, I'm not going to say whether they're rinky-dink or not, but I just noticed this. They don't have any kind of template for their sessions. They don't have a tracking template. They don't have a mixing template. They have no sense of template. It's all just new project. (laughs) I remember I was in Atlanta, and I was with an artist named Sage Love. And uh, we... Oh, shit, shit, my nigga. I mean, when when the table (laughs) says... I was with an artist named Sage Love, and she's cool. Shout out to Sage. Um, we went to the studio, so walked inside the damn studio. The shit smelled like booth. Like, it smelled like somebody like was fucking on the couch. Like, and I was like... See, why did I not think weed? And I'm like... It was definitely booty. I was like, all right, all right, this is what we have to work with, I guess. And um, I get on the computer, and I'm like, yo, where's your templates? Like, where's the tracking template? Where's your... You know, because I don't want to have to set all this shit up myself, wasting recording time. Oh, no. 
No template in here, dog. Yeah, no, nigga, man. Nigga Nathan. No, nah, that, that, you know what the computer was? The computer was acting just like what you smelled when you walked in there. Some ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that... Uh, I was like, damn. Boy. I think that we've really kind of covered this topic for the most part. I think that we... we have, <laughs> no, no, we can go further. I know we can go further, but like how... how next episode. <laughs> how far do we want to dig in on these bad engineers? Nah, nah. I mean, I, I, think that, next thing. I think at the end of the day, like a recording engineer is a recording engineer. If you don't have an engineer that's going Last to record thing. your vocals... Okay. Last thing. If you're an engineer and you're watching this... Please don't be the engineer that has... Of course, you shouldn't be emotion, too emotionally attached to your clients because it's a business relationship. But, bro, don't I hear so clients, many... Either. I hear so many... Well, you know, on occasion. Um, I mean, sometimes <laughs> you just got to benefit some of the faders. I don't know. <laughs> but, um... Like, no. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm married. <laughs> yeah. I'm married, too. But sometimes I just got to put my wife over the console. I'm, Oh, it's your console, nigga, by all means, if that's what you want to do. Hey, look, we are COVID. Spray lights all on that shit. We wipe everything down every night. I don't give a fuck. My wife on mine, so shit. I broke my fucking desk. <laughs> the whole thing, nigga. I know we just the guy. I'm like, hey, yo, that desk look real sturdy, nigga. You look at the desk like this, and that's looking back like, had to put Gorilla Glue on the bitch, all that. But anyway. He's talking about the desk, though. Okay. So, <laughs> hey, yo, relax. You shouldn't be too emotionally um, attached to your clients. But but here's the thing: you have to you got to show some sense of energy, emotion, and love during the session because clients are going to complain. My engineer don't give a fuck about my music Mm, at all. I get that, and and it just Uh when you actually do give a fuck about every record that you work with, it makes it so easy to just take your fucking clients because you don't care. All you do is hit the record button. All right, bro, you good? All right. Cool, I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, you don't give them no kind of wisdom. You don't give them no kind of input on the track, yep. what you thought they could have did better, or whether they should retake this and come back for another session to actually make their record Look, sound to its value. full potential. Value. Now, it's up to the That's artist it. to take it's advantage. Because fire ain't free. It's, it's, one of the <laughs> artists, it's, it's up to the artist to say, nah, nigga, fuck what you talking about. I'm going to drop it like this. Or actually come back and actually try to get into that position. Yeah. But, like, you know, and of course you got to pick and choose which artist is worth it really and which isn't but it should be a general thing that you should care about every record that you touch and if you care your artist is going to sense that and they're going to keep coming back and they're going to keep fucking with you because they know they're all state stands they're in good hands like that's That's a bet that's a that's a motherfucking bet um i think that we've pretty much covered this topic The, the next question that um was another one that got hit on instagram was um the home studio Yes. How to build a home studio, what it takes to build a home studio, the pros and cons of building your own home studio versus going to a project studio such as Quality Touch <laughs> or um, going to a, uh, for better lack of terms, will uh, a more commercial building yeah. uh, Number studio. one, don't build it in a small fucking room. Don't be in a fuck. Don't go in your closet and set up a little computer stand with a microphone right there. <laughs> I think Thanks. that space is space is your friend. I think that the first thing that you have to tackle before you really deal with building your home studio is: Are you an engineer? And I feel like a lot of times, a lot of artists want to build a home studio to circumvent the fact that they really need a actual engineer. And I think that's a huge issue. Like, yes, I can tell you all the steps to build a home studio. Here's I can. The, here's the thing, though. If they can just get their home set up 
to the point where they can do their job, like not necessarily be an engineer, mm-hmm. but if they can simply just put the microphone and have the acoustical space to a point that when they record it, it sounds clean, they can send their shit off and be fine. But they can't do that a lot of times. I feel like it's a not lot hard. I feel like a lot of times they're trying to skip steps and then that's the biggest issue for me. It's like, yo, know, I would love to tell you how to build a home studio, but first of all, capital. Cause you're still working on your own music mm-hmm. most times. And do you even have the money to start? This? That's what I'm talking about. Like, if, <laughs> if we're talking about like how our setups are at home, well, and let's shit. talk budgets then. Yeah, you need five grand. Yeah, I agree. Money. You need five grand. Yeah. And and me and you talked about that yeah. the other day. You need five. If five, you don't have five grand, five thousand. You're, you're let, so, let's, so again, let's now, let's go back to another segment of. The fire ain't free. No, myth busting. <laughs> oh, myth busting. Myth so, busting on fire ain't free. So oh, let's yeah. let's let us all. So I want to take a sip. I don't want to drop your phone. Let, let's mm-hmm. get some things out the way. Number one. Do you do you need do you need an expensive ass microphone? The answer is two ways. Yes and, and no. no. The answer. Well, the first. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the the latter part part first. No. You know why? Because expensive is relative. $500 could be expensive to someone that's not used to spending money. $1,000 could be expensive to people that aren't used to spending that kind of money. I mean, if you don't get that kind now, of money, you can do an MXL in now, a nice room. Now, this is where the no kicks in. Now, yeah, also, well, on top of that, on top of that, if you're an actual competent engineer with knowledge and experience, then no, you don't need a $1,000 microphone. But <laughs> the other side exists, too. Mm-hmm. Why do we say yes? Because quality. Yes. Car ain't free. Shout out to my father. He told me this. You will only be as good as your tools. That's right. Of course you can get a, not necessarily a shitty microphone, but you can get an adequate microphone and then via plugins make it to the sound that you want it to be at. But if your microphone was like that off the break, how do you think the plugins and the hardware would act after the fact? Mm -hmm. I'd rather use a drill than a hammer. Situation dependent. Listen, listen. I mean, obviously, niggas. Let me finish explaining. <laughs> so on the yes side, right, and everything he said does apply, but on mm-hmm. the yes side, it's to make the job easier so you can focus on the music. Ding, 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 ding. But this let's, was a King Gino question. So that's fine. No, no, that, but that's fine. How do we build we, a no, home no, studio? And the mean, pros and cons of it. But, but that these are the okay, so the, all right, pros and cons. You can go cheap or you can do it right. Now, when people say, well, what does that mean? Here's here's the here's, here's the clue. Let's look at here's the clue. When any of us say it's gonna cost you five grand, most people go, there there are people out here right now probably watching this later on. No, it ain't gonna cost you no five grand. Okay, let's let's paint this My picture, right? Oh, here we go. Somebody paint, get a calculator out right now. Let's paint God the damn. picture. Now, speakers. Let's start, let, no, let's start from the from the oh, computer. Thank you. Computer. Now, thousand. What, kind, what kind of what kind of computer are you buying? Because a rinky dink computer. It guess what? It ain't too much processing. It will be. It will be a thousand dollars. It's twenty twenty. If you have anything less than an i five, you're fucked. That's it. And it's a, and that's a and that's a stack. You want to get a used computer? You're gonna get used computer problems. So let's be real here. My Windows ten don't work. It won't update. Oh my god. Number number two, the interface. Now. This will literally be your very first knock on the door of quality because when you get a shitty interface, you get noise. Guess what? The more money you pay for a better interface, they cost more money because they take care of more problems. More, what kind of problems? When I turn the gain up on the microphone, I'm not hearing a whole bunch of 
You know no. why? Because good preamps and good line inputs don't do that. We're not even talking cables yet. And that's, yeah. it, that, that's extra oh, money. That's, that, 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 yeah. that's stupid money. You might like $200. So, so again, someone's going to be like, well, I can use my, my Focusrite interface. You can. What Focusrite interface are we talking? Because Focusrite Focus has three levels of interface. And I want you to realize that Scarlet is the lowest level Focusrite sells. That's entry level. The Claret you is their mid-range, and their red series is where the fire comes in. So, me oh, and yeah, this yeah. man have made big records on Clarets all We went years. all whole year, and what, how many records did we, we count? 19? 15, 15. 15? Yeah, we had 15 15 radio records that year. Now, Deadass. Never touch the Scarlet. Never. Because why? Because you get the noise that comes with this it. This nigga talked me out of getting a Scarlet. Yep. I was going to buy a Scarlet. Ended up, getting, me out. ended up getting the Claret because in the beginning, and we all are on a limited budget. But that, but guess what? That limited budget got us a great, Sorry, a great entry level interface. Now, that's interface, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go to the meat and potatoes. So wait, wait, hold on real quick. What? How much money are we at right now? Between computer and interface. 1500 to 2200. 15 to 22? Yeah. So let's let's just round it off at a cool two. So we're being nice. Let's, let's, let's round it off at a cool two. At a no, cool two. Let's just say it's a cool two. Let's say it's a cool two. We haven't even touched the mic yet. Okay, right? cool. Because we're, we're just being nice. Being nice. It's a cool two right now. Microphone. Now, there are all kinds of conversations we can get into. There are all kinds of con- there are all kinds of microphone developers and microphone designers in the world. Here's the problem. You don't know who the fuck they are, do you? Oh! So oh, because, my because, heart. So because you don't I know the wrong side. So because, my heart, so because you don't know who they are, I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna end up doing. You're gonna get on your phone or your computer, you're gonna Google it, and you know what they're gonna pop Siri. up? With? They're gonna pop up with thousands of dollars of microphones that you say I can't afford. And know what you now do? You go down the rabbit hole. You go down what we like to call the broke nigga rabbit hole. The broke, <laughs> and the broke, the broke nigga rabbit Why hole. I mean, that shit sound like the Matrix nigga, like Red Boot. Because the broke nigga loop. Because the broke the broke nigga rabbit hole doesn't just have to do with audio. That's how broke niggas it's a mentality. And I'm not gonna hold you. Like I've had the I've had the privilege, I'm not gonna call it a curse, I'm gonna call it a privilege of using good microphones and very shitty microphones. I started with a USB Apple G microphone and I made all my SoundCloud records on there. Now I'm a good artist, so I got thirty thousand streams on SoundCloud off of that little shitty microphone at the age of like sixteen. But after that, then I got a Sterling audio microphone, and I thought that was the shit. Now that I've used other microphones, I realized it's thin and there's no low end on the microphone. Then I got to come here. I've heard the Sony C800G. I've heard a Newman uh, U87. You know, I heard the so um the Slate VMS microphone, and then I listened back to that old Sterling microphone. And I'm like, hmm, you really ain't shit. <laughs> so you know the microphone definitely the microphone plays but these the key are the part but these are the things everything he's mentioned the slate is a thousand dollar microphone and that's with the preamp hell six hundred dollars five hundred dollars by itself and it's a really great microphone without the emulations that it does heck when you start working your way up hell the fucking newman 87 is a two thousand dollar brand new Ooh. mic Please used, don't talk about the because i'm gonna get mad at dave Bisbee. used used we can get it for at least twelve to fifteen hundred Anyway, anyway, microphones, microphones and their build quality when it comes to new artists, most likely you're not going to do the proper research to find the actual good mic. So you're going to go with cheap brands again. 
Broke nigga, you know, cycle shit. MXL 760. You're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna go with a cheap brand because guess what? This is what all those Google, those Google searches right all turn up. The Google searches all turn up the cheap brands from the expensive to the least. And you're gonna end up with one of these cheap ass microphones. The reality is, look, save yourself the trouble. Spend that thousand. Because at a at a thousand dollar price point on a microphone, you can get a blue. You can, you can get a lot of different shit. You can get a look, fucking Newman. You, you can get a, not just uh, that. No, not just that. Look, what microphones are actually. You start. Good. You start opening. Look, you start opening up the actual pathway yeah, of other people that make microphones. There are microphone manufacturers that don't have a big name, but make great quality microphones. Advanced Audio makes great quality microphones. Hell, anybody that modifies microphones. You could take a cheap one, make it into a better sounding microphone. But again, because you don't know that, that's what happens. You can come out and say if you want, nigga. No, I'm going to condense so, it later. You can but anyway. microphone guy all the way? All the way. I so, think it all depends on the situation. So, so here we go. I mean, are you $1,000, right? So we had a, that's another 1000 That's so $1,000. So if you're going to spend 1000 on the mic, which in reality, if you're in a home studio, I believe, personally, we, we, we get an AT2020 for... If you're just a rapper, not an engineer. I don't care if I'm a rapper or not. See, here, okay, so here's a question. So I think the question in mind really should be, what are you building your home studio for? And that is where I get mad at people. No, no, so, like, so, yo, so the answer should be, the answer, the, the answer every time someone says, when, if we ask that question, the answer should always be to make sure that my records sound the best they possibly can, which means there is an entry point of price and quality. And I don't care what anyone says. People could be like, well, I've made and mixed records like that, but do you do it all the time? And can you do it with the speed and efficiency of the things that cost more money? It has nothing to do with quality to cost ratio. It has everything to do with quality and consistency. The consistency mm -hmm. of making great records and them sounding like your favorite artists is a lot easier when the equipment and tools used are of the same elk. So guess what? I don't yeah. care if you're not using a Newman U87, but damn it, there are clone Newman U87s out there that sound similar. You know well, what? a lot of people don't know what the fuck a clone even is. Simulation of the original microphone. I mean, just they also by, go by word I'm just saying, if we're, if we're dealing with like, because no, no, the average person that's, the average person that's asking how to build a home studio does not know what the fuck a clone is it's of anything. But, but yeah, but yes, it's by word definition. By word definition, I hope I would hope. But this I point. would hope that somebody doesn't think that if you have a clone, that that means if I have slate shit and I throw on the VMS system, that now I have a clone. Yeah. That's not the exact thing sure. of a clone because right. you still need the right kind of microphone to do that. Yeah, you can't. Okay, so for one instance. If I have Slate and I have the VMS system mm -hmm. or the VMR system, a virtual mix rack. So if I, have, if I have the VMR system, no VMS, you're right. Oh VMS, now. but I have a if I have a shit mic, no, it's six hundred only. It's six hundred to just get the mic. Oh, to get the, the whole system because yeah, the, yeah. the mic and preamp are what the whole system. Because like is for in. me, I pay for Slate plugins. Mm -hmm. I do my little fifteen a month. I split that with my boy. We we do that shit. We don't have to split it, but we do. Right. So. If I have a shit mic, but I have the VMS system, and I throw on the clone of the Sony joint, mm -hmm. the, what is it? The the yeah. yeah. That's not going to sound the same as if I'm going through this particular microphone that we have in here, and I slap the same thing on. There's a difference. There is. Because what's going through there is going to then translate through the computer completely differently. So you mm -hmm. need a solid microphone. What I'm... Because but, of, but, but that but again we're looking at quality. 
See every absolutely. So obviously, but for the, I those, think that the question know, came all from all microphones are different though. So because all microphones are inherently even different, if you get two of the same exact microphone, just because the, I hear you guys just because of the manufacturing properties, like what the microphones actually build out of, you can have two Newman U87s and they will not sound the exact identical same. Yeah. You have to know that. Well, let's not also play like you can't take your microphone and go to somebody like uh, Don. Mm -hmm. Don's man's and take your mic and get that shit completely fucking. You can get it modified. That's what modified, I'm and now you but have but like, but a thousand dollar mic, and you probably maybe spent half the fucking money. You like can't you said, do that kind of shit. But like, but like you said, right. but like you said, these are guys that and that's, question and, and, and that's what it. I fear is is like dog like okay. But you have to have that knowledge in order to even know to do that. And that's they the don't. Thing. And they did. They, 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 <laughs> but everything we're doing right now. To and if you want to get a mic, if you want to get a mic, I say just start off with a bluebird. I say start with an AT2020 if you're a rapper. I tell you to take your ass to advanced audio and then go check out what they have on their budget because they make literally an 87 clone that's $400. That'll kill most other $400 microphones because it's it's in the same round. All right, so what else for a home studio should we have for okay, definite? So, so next... Home studio. Okay, yeah, so next. So the next thing, we've already spent three Gs. We've already spent three Gs now. Hold on, pause. Mm -hmm. We completely mm. have... Missed something. No, we didn't. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't done yet. No, no, no. We've completely missed something. What? Desk and chair? Acoustics. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, we, we were getting to that. We, we were getting That's to the thing. that. So asking, I think that should have been first. No, it shouldn't. No, Listen, definitely shouldn't. When, when, when these artists... If we got a shit room with great equipment. I, I agree that it should be first, but the reality is all these people are asking for is the, the equipment side. They don't care, but they're not caring about the acoustics. Now... Is Slim right? A million you fucking percent. You should give a fuck you about know the acoustics. Why? No, no, listen, listen. Now, this is why it doesn't matter. Because guess what? I'm going to tell someone that's already in the broken nigga mentality that just get a nice pair of headphones at this point. Uh, you don't need speakers. I don't, you're not going to... Don't, don't no, but if you got a nigga with a fucking chaotica ball and a shit fucking mic, that's just still going to sound like shit. I mean, guess what? But it's only going to sound like shit because he can't afford anything else. Please don't buy chaotica balls. <laughs> this shit pisses me off, man. His, his, favorite artist is in a, his favorite artist was in a picture with it, though. I don't give a fuck. I don't care who the fuck you saw. I promise you, with that chaotica ball, oh, and I'm, I'm sorry, I know it's called a ball. Chaotica it's balls. Called, it's called the eyeball. Don't don't, don't eyeball, make me look immature. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was all of, all, all, no, no, this is a raw podcast. <laughs> and at the end of the day, dog, like, don't sit here and think that because oh, you saw your favorite artist in front of a chaotica ball or the little foam joint, the little circle joint. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the reflection filter. Yeah, there are little dumbass reflection filters that that puts you in a category where you can just go wherever and you can record wherever and nah. the shit sounds phenomenal. No, yeah. nigga, that is a reference. Let's speak on that. Let's, let's not. Let's, Bullshit. Let's, let's speak on that real quick. Because what happens is when someone, people have their have tunnel vision, right? Mm -hmm. They most people that don't do this engineering wise have tunnel vision. Engineers have tunnel vision when we when we want when we want to. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to quality versus the whole price there, right now, most artists, right? Everything you just said, most artists gonna be like, but my favorite artist does use it. But they, but, but your favorite artist uses that as a reference. No, no, no. But listen, listen, no, no, no. Never take that. No, shit. no, no. But their tunnel vision. No, no. Listen, no, no. Listen, listen. No, because Drake's first album was recorded in plenty, plenty of places with an eyeball, with a not an eyeball, with a with a reflection filter in hotels in different places. Hold on. But their tunnel vision makes them exclude the fact that he also recorded on a Newman U eighty seven microphone that cost twenty five hundred dollars. Do you understand? Shit, yeah. you wanna, no, you, do we? Do you we, got? Do you understand? You got a great point. You understand? There, man. Your tunnel vision 
This is this is where it messes most people and artists up. Your tunnel vision, because you're like, yeah, he's using the eyeball. What's that mic underneath that eyeball? You lift it up. It's probably a new menu, 103. What's it hooked into? A Neve 1073 preamp. That's a $2,000 preamp. Hooked into what kind of compressor? A CL1B? Four fucking thousand dollar compressor? Shout out to Icon and shout out to Sweet Moccasins. I love y'all niggas. You know y'all what I'm saying? Hilarious. This is, that's the thing. When, when, when tunnel vision happens to an artist, they don't care about the truth. They care about what, the, what their optics are in front of them. But the reality is, again, when you see your favorite artist, what's going on? What's going on out here? And what happens behind the scenes? Because at the end of the day, this is not a fucking empire show. You don't get to these plaques and shit with drip, jeopardy, drip. Like, fuck y'all. Fuck, fuck that shit. Stop doing that shit. Even when you watch these documentaries about these rappers, man, a lot of times there's not that information where you get to understand that, okay, yeah, they might have done a rough... Like, bruh, if you, you got me fucked up, okay... Name your favorite rapper that's been in prison. I promise you, I don't care how much they rapped in prisons. At some fucking point, they got to a mic in a closed room mm-hmm. that they could do that shit correctly. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. Is that at the end of the day, they were not in a jail cell with an MXL. Fucking rec- and like, like, don't give me that shit. I was saying, window shot. That mixtape, <laughs> oh, mixtape level has died. Next thing you need to buy, um, that you should buy, is a doll. Thank you. Nah, See, that was the next thing. That was very nice. Buy thing. your doll. Oh my god. <laughs> buy your fucking don't, doll. Don't crack that shit. Nah, don't do so, that. <laughs> stop going to Pirate Bay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Now, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's appropriate in some instances. If you just now, this are part, broke, broke. This is the part where I don't have to explain this. Antonio. Why should you buy the doll? Because what would happen if you don't? Oh, man, your shit could crash. Or if you update your computer, it will no longer be compatible and you'll lose all your work. And you dumbass motherfuckers be cracking these shits with your firewall still fucking open. Yeah, definitely. That so, company be like, oh, so you just out here taking shit, huh? So, <laughs> next thing you know, you can't even buy this shit because the company knows your fucking IPS address, so, dumb motherfucker. So, for all of you that think we're just talking out the side of our neck or out of our ass, I would love for you to go check out FL Studio and how they have gone and cracked down on people that have cracked their shit. I think this is I a great time you. for a commercial break. Antonio, oh, would you like to? Me. Let me get and I got Matt's new car too, bro. Oh, okay, let me get here. Uh, is this camera on? Oh, both cameras are on. Okay, I'm gonna do it twice. You can do it three times, motherfucker. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Are you tired of your record sounding like some bullshit? Hell yeah! <laughs> you need a professional recording studio to go to to track your records? Fuck you need yeah. professional mixes and mastering? Then please, come mess with me and my associates at Quality Touch Studios. We have all the audio... Oh shit, I fucked it up. We have all the audio stuff for... Wait, what's the word I always say? I had to do it three times. I don't even know, nigga. <laughs> we have all the audio... Audio, audio, uh... This is our first one. Give him a chance. Give me a chance! <laughs> Give me a chance. Run it back, run it back. Yeah, turn the lights on, turn the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys! Hey! Are you tired of your record? Hell yeah! He's gonna get over there next. Are you tired of your record? 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 Are
Damn, niggas. Are you yeah. trying to get sound like some bullshit? Fuck yeah. Do you need a music studio to get your records professional? Nigga, about time. Do you need professional mixing and mastering on your records? The time to the past. Come holler at me and my associates at Quality Touch Studios for all the audio services you need. Thank you. All right. So. Buy a doll. Buy your fucking doll. Buy your doll. Here's the thing that we're going to do every fucking time that we have a podcast, and I hope that you guys are enjoying this shit so far. However, my former intern, <laughs> mate engineer, this nigga, Matt Handy. Hot take time. We got hot take time from my boy, Matt Handy. This nigga's been here from the jump eight years in. There you go, Matt. And I just want him to say whatever the fuck is on his heart. Come on in here, nigga. Hello, yeah. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah. Yeah, how, how you feeling, Matt? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, hey, hey. So, hot take time. What you got for us? Hot take. So, so my hot take today, this may be controversial, but... Fuck it. Why do people feel the need or the want that... Or... or is there a word I'm looking for? The, they, they feel like they need a dis- discount. Oh, they wow. feel compelled for a <laughs> discount. <laughs> to, to, to need this, like, discount on everything. I see it. I see it all too often, and especially in this area. Because niggas are broken, they don't value our work. I I, I get that, I but at the same time, like <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. They don't value. No, they don't value this, this their is, own work. This, this is his hot take. I feel like they don't value their own work, and I know you guys have gone over that on on quality check stuff uh-huh. and, and a little bit in here and everything, but value your work. <laughs> no, now, know your worth. My question to you, because this is your hot take, why do you personally feel like that might be the case? I don't mean to put you on the hot seat, but I mean, you're on the hot it's, seat. It's the hot Fuck seat. Fuck it. It's the hot seat. Um, I don't even know. Like, it's... What, what I see in people is, like I said, they just don't know their worth. And they don't respect what the business is doing whether they know what the business is doing or not. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And, and, and that just, to me, that seems like an issue among the masses. That a lot of people just want they, the discount. They just, and... they, they feel some some need or some type of way that, that that's what they deserve. I mean, I can answer for whatever your, reason. I can answer your question, though. I, go ahead. The reason why most people do that is because that is what they're used to. Right, and like I said, that's similar to what you guys so touched always, on a yeah, little bit. It doesn't always have to do with someone being broke. It does have to do with someone, someone's actual, like, it, it's how the environment influences everyone in, in the mm-hmm. environment. So if if about 10 of the studios in the environment are all charging $35, and you decide to pop up one day, and you say, well, I have top-notch A1 quality, I'm charging you 100 they're going to look at you crazy because everyone else has been charging 35 even though, even though, and we talked about this the last our last discussion. Their tunnel vision has made them oblivious to who you are, your skill level, your experience, who you even might even know, let alone what you've already what you're bringing to to the area and community with you charging the hundred dollars. So you could be you could be that guy. look you could be Teddy Riley, but for someone that's twenty something years old, twenty five years old, they don't know who Teddy Riley is. True. While these other people already charging the thirty five, they know exactly who you are. But guess what? They say this man is worth $100, but the kids don't see that. They don't see the worth, they don't understand, they don't care. Because all they know is that this is what we've been getting. You know what I'm saying? How does how does someone take it when they when they've been eating well done steak their whole life? <laughs> we can drink your water. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not to hear that they've been doing that. 
No, 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 no. But it makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. What, what do you tell someone that's been eating nothing but well done steak all their life? Oh man, you ain't never lived. I think ultimately the problem <laughs> in this situation is the fact that um, Nick's don't know. I think that there is a very false sensibility when it comes to our industry. And I made the little empire joke earlier, but I really do believe that a lot of times people have this empire-esque mentality when it comes to the industry that we work in. I think that people have a very false narrative of what it takes to make a record, what it takes to be in this industry that we work in. Because this isn't like fast food. This isn't like a nine to five. This is something that one primarily requires a huge investment. Mm. And it's not it's just of money. Time. It's, time, it's time of your money. fucking time. And mental capacity. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. energy, oh, which, yeah. which, which I will say is mental capacity as well. I will tie that in. But your money, mm-hmm. your time, your energy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that, oh, I just got an idea. I can lay that shit down and that is what that is. And I'll just move on from that. But that's not what, it's not a complete idea. <laughs> to turn a complete idea, and this is one of the reasons why, like, me and Will have talked for years, and me and you have also talked for years, and me and you have talked for about a year. For about a year. <laughs> and me and Austin, shout out to Austin, he's in the background right now. We're going to try to bring him in this bitch, but however. <laughs> um, I've always talked about, I love being a mixing engineer. The reason I love being a mixing engineer is none other than the fact that I can turn your dream into, into physical, physical reality. fucking reality. And with what? that, can I say this one thing? You have to understand, in this music game, firstly, we don't sell fucking pasta and we don't sell cigarettes. We sell intellectual property. And secondly, you are 100%, I am 100%, these people are all 100% responsible for their own ignorance. So if you don't dedicate that time, that ignor- um, that energy and that mental capacity, it will be all your fault that your career doesn't have longevity or you don't see the um, significant numbers that you expect. It's all on you. There's no excuses. Nigga, you either going to put in 10,000 hours and you either going to make the records and you're going to show up to your session. Hey, what's up, Brad? Also, Thank with you. that, you are responsible for building your team. You are responsible for your marketing campaign. No one else. Yeah, it's and not people are going to feed off of your energy because mm-hmm. they're going to sense not how, right? how much energy you have and how serious you are about it. Yep. So they're only going to take you as serious as you take yourself. So stop playing. Stop bullshitting. I just think the reality of it is is that when you deal with situations where we were talking about earlier, where like my man's introduced me to somebody and now I'm recording or I'm working there. Okay, cool. That is all good and all great. But at the end of the day, you have no idea what the worth of what is going on takes. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're all friends with industry people. Yeah. Guess how much our friends charge for yeah. indie label <laughs> artists for a mix? Hello, Ken Lewis. Oh, thousands. We're talking thousands. I'm talking in a recording session, you're paying no less than 100 or 125 So for you to hit me up now, granted, and Will knows, I show up here almost every fucking day. And I'm just here to just be here, whether I'm working, whether I have things that I wouldn't work on, whether I'm working on my discogs and my credit list, whether I'm doing whatever, whether I'm talking to him about what the new product is, whether we're just doing research all fucking day, whether we're watching anime and waiting on fucking sessions, whatever the fucking situation is, I'm here. Don't hit me up talking about, oh, I want a four hour session 
and but you need a twenty dollar discount because you can't afford the whole fucking thing. You can't. Don't look for me for a discount because that's stupid. Do you discount an investment? If you want to invest in Tesla, but Tesla says, yo, a share costs this much of money. Niggas think that by recording time. You can't short a share. <laughs> Tesla's can't, like, fuck you. you. Can't get two for the, 15. the share is a share. <laughs> when you go to the Walmart, nigga, if you need curtains in your fucking house, you don't go up to the goddamn cash register talking about, hey, look, I know I need th three curtain rods, a couple curtains, but... I'm a little short right now. Can I hit you back later? Yeah, thanks. Oh my god, look at you like <laughs> Nigga, where? Like, get the fuck out of my face. It is a service industry. I'm providing you a service. And that is what that is. I don't I think that at the end of the day, the culprit is bad information. True. I, I, I can't agree. Delve from that. I think that at the end of the day, it is bad information. Because Without bad information, if you had the correct information, you would work accordingly. I have artists that, when I say 550 for a mix, they're like, oh, oh, oh God. Oh, they're hard oh, drops. Oh, hard shit. drops. And I'm just sitting here like, bruh. Now imagine if, for any reason, the three of us had half of Ken Lewis's credit list and said, oh, a mix, 2000. Right. If your heart's dropping at 550, you already uh, you're gone. What are you going to do with two grand? You're yep. going to kill over. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to flip over like a possum. Yeah. You're giving your soul to the, to the Lord. Yeah. You're about to chop off your firstborn son's left arm to try to get in. I ain't got the money, but I got a kid now. I understand. You artists folk, huh? you get hurt. Huh? You get a little bit bothered. Huh? And every now and again, you get a little hurt. I think it's an major, nigga. It might <laughs> be time for Tyson Aldrin, nigga. And uh, if you need some relief, then, 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 then save your money. <laughs> I think at the end of the day... You get better credit. <laughs> I think it all kind of goes to the same thing of, of everything that we've been talking about. I think at the end of the day, education for artists is very important, but however, I feel like it's fucked up because it gets left to the engineer that wants to do the work to educate the artist. Well, of course. Because you're trying to maintain this clientele and do the work and, and get your credit list and be a Grammy member and do this and get your plaques. But you, but you know what? But we have, but see, here's the thing. We also have an uneducated community of engineers, too. Yes, Brad, fire ain't free. You pay for the goddamn quality. So, so... At the, at the end of the day, you can the com you can only push so much until the community itself either collapses, pushes back, or gets behind. You know what I'm saying? They have mm -hmm. to get on board because it, it, that's how it is. Like again, we're we're in a community just like that. It's not a city. We're not some some big city with a big name and people come out here with all kinds of budgets. Even though they do, the reality is, engineers haven't crossed the threshold of the standard. Not, not, they're, they're far few in between out here. Mm. It, we, we, again, we deal with labels a lot, at least once a month. Yeah. On some real shit, at least once a month, where something is getting checked, something is getting sent, somebody is calling, and yeah, they're asking about records. And the reality is, no, everyone's not up to task. And, and like he was saying, it's the team aspect that a lot of things just kind of fall apart because most artists don't have a team. 
So when they start coming to now, the do you fault the manager when you're telling the prices? You gotta you gotta even rephrase. We're dealing with this hot take. You gotta you gotta rephrase what you're even asking me because most artists don't even have a manager. Facts. So fair, damn. So so hi Austin. Hi Gino's manager. But that's what I'm saying. Most artists pay for their own studio. Most facts. There you go. But because because at the end of the day, when when someone says I just want to be an artist. Even them just Instagram saying, I want to be an artist, is like, look, look, most people, when they say, I want to be an artist, oh, it's like the most asinine yeah, thing they could possibly say. So if I, if I say, I just want to be an artist, mm-hmm. me, you, you, we all look at them and go, do you really know what that means? <laughs> like, do you know what, do you understand yeah. what that means? What it means to just be an artist. Yeah, yeah. it's like, sure, you must, you must have a manager. You must have a marketing and promotion team. You must have PR. You you must you must have a street team. You must have but a the name. funds that are required. Most people don't have, and I feel like that's what makes them go, "Yo, I'm looking for a, a deal." But see, I need you to work with me. Oh my God, I'm so great. You selling yourself to slavery at that point. Here's my question though. Here's okay, my, Kanye. But here's my question. <laughs> and this is not you. For not you. you. No, no. I understand exactly what you mean. I'm just saying when you're when you look at your lack of funds as an independent artist. But you didn't look at all the other avenues and all the other prospects that you could have did to make those funds and to actually make money off of your investment in your music. You just say, "Oh man, fuck that! I'm gonna just do what I gotta do to get signed to this label." You, you're, you're from a, you're coming at a desperate perspective. Yep, and desperate so it's people like, make stupid. It's, it's so easy for mistakes. a label to just bend you over and say. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like This is what I've been waiting for You a sucker Bro, no, I'm joking Comment from the it. peanut gallery sure. Yo, bro, no Come in the no, camera No, fucking told The manager, the hey, artist coming in the camera. You take your seat real quick You got uh, it, bro I, I got a quick I just, I'll be quick It doesn't matter So even the thing though A lot of people don't understand Is how much it costs To even get to the point Of being signed by that label Because you might want to just say Oh, I'm going to just get signed to the label so that way I don't have to worry about spending X amount of money on this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. But you don't know or realize or do your research to know how much money the artist had to invest before the label even gave a fuck about them. You trying to talk some numbers for me? Oh, shit. Yeah, we can talk some numbers. We're going to do this back and forth right now. You ready? Let's get ready. Let's do it. So, Austin, how much, let's, let's just say, right, off bucks. How much, it, how much does it cost for an hour of studio time? Well, because Quality Touch is so genuine and nice with the great equipment they have, they only charge you 55 an hour. Now, because everybody here has worked with artists and, <laughs> and we all know how songs go from beginning to end, what is the average length of time that it takes to record a song, an actual record? Two, not just some bullshit. Minimum two. Minimum yeah, two hours. Minimum two. Two to three hours. Cool. So we're looking at $110, right? Yep. Now... Mixing wise, how much does it cost to get a mix? I, I won't even go with us. I'll just say I've seen some really cool mixes from some people that don't charge the craziest prices. Bare minimum though, you're gonna spend one fifty to three hundred, and that's just for you know like regular schmegular shit. Now if you're dealing with like us, five fifty and up. If you're dealing with Supreme, a thousand and up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so five. Let's say five fifty. Let's go five fifty. So that five fifty plus this one ten, we are now at six sixty, right, gentlemen? Correct. Yep. Right. Cool. We not at seven twenty yet. Nah. Shit. <laughs> we well, no, no. Okay. 
Master. Two-hour recording session. No, no, mastering. mastering. Now, 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 let's now let's let's get into mastering just for a thirty-second little tidbit. Because most artists don't. Not at all. Records. Not at all. A lot of niggas just send that shit straight to SoundCloud or wherever. Everything gets mixed. Now, Hell yeah. there is a difference between mixing and mastering. I'm just going to go and keep it simple. Yeah. Mixing is the ability for us. We can get into that in another no, podcast. No, 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 I'm keeping yeah, it simple. Yeah, yeah. Keep it simple. We're going to take all the that's sounds in your record and make them sound mastering. good together. That is mixing in a nutshell. I'm taking all the sounds, make them sound good together. Mixing. Record sounds good. Mastering. Mastering is like literally putting the wax on the car. The, the car got Clean, icing on the cake. On yeah. The, the car got the clean. The car got detailed. And guess what? It's a motherfucking Saturday. It's 80 degrees and the sun is shining. We're going <laughs> to wax this motherfucker right here. The rims are going to be pretty. The wheels are going to be pretty. When you turn the wheel in the whip and the light hits it, there's a bitch going blind right now. This is what, <laughs> this is what great mastering does Not for grandma. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so here we go on the indie level still. We go to Chris Athens for our mastering. Right, gentlemen? Right. Yes, sir. Chris Athens charges $200. If you don't know who Chris Athens is, go research and look it up. But just to keep it quick, who does Chris Athens do mastering for, my friend? Drake. My favorite artist is the GOAT. Now, just... Your views, and, your thick me layer, all that shit. And if you're not a Drake fan and you're some old school crazy hip-hop head, he just did the whole Busta Rhymes album. So thank me later. Anyway. Drake <laughs> Anyway, anyway though, now that's two hundred, right? So we went from six hundred and sixty dollars to an extra two hundred. So now we are eight hundred and sixty dollars in, gentlemen. Are we not? Correct. Yes, sir. Right? Now good. we ain't even one, one one song. We ain't even this is one song. This is one, this one record. song. Wait, we haven't even put it on any platforms. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. Did we talk about buying the fucking exclusive? Shit, we didn't even talk oh, about shit. Yeah. Did we talk oh, about buying the exclusive? Here we go. Now this is a conversation for So sleep. now we no, talk no, about anywhere from two. This is a conversation for these three gentlemen right here. All right. So gentlemen. Look, I ain't in the camera right now. I gotta go on this one. I gotta go on this one. Go ahead. You're gonna stand behind you. You're gonna go on YouTube. Pumping you up. You're gonna go on YouTube, right? Right. You're gonna type in type beat of artists that's in your lane. Yep. Right. You're not even gonna look at the description. You're just gonna crank that shit and go to YouTube to MP3, right? You fucking up, my nigga. This is what you do. You go in that description. Every producer in 2020 and 2021 has or will have a BeatStars account because BeatStars is the number one platform for selling beats. I mean, you do Because you can't steal my shit off of BeatStars, my nigga. I don't know. The majority of niggas want to make money off of their shit. Shout out to A. Bashan. Yeah, so this is what you do. Now, you should get the exclusives so that ain't nobody else on your shit and you got 100% rights to your music. Because then when Tory Lanez buys your shit, nigga, you can sue. But if you are in a, if you are in a, in a financial crunch, don't do nothing lower than the unlimited package. That means you can get as many streams, as many views on every platform yeah, that you want. Broad, as broad many broadcast. music videos. Yep. You can make all the money that you want. It's just not exclusively your beat. Mm -hmm. Other people can continue to buy and rip your fucking beat. And, and you gonna have to be all right with you gonna have to bite. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to bite that bullet until you can't afford that exclusive or negotiate a price on that exclusive. But nigga, you better at least buy that limited lease. So you're looking at one fifty to a thousand dollars. No. No, I would say two fifty. No, hey, no, and this is where I come in the picture and let y'all know that yes, it can be expensive, but I've gotten twelve beats 
exclusively for $700 total. Why? You build because relationships. all you gotta do is build a fucking relationship. Mm -hmm. But you can't build a relationship unless you got solid audio recording. Because exactly. that nigga's not gonna hear your shit. He's not gonna give a fuck. If you have a shitty recording area, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be mixed because most beat producers don't give a fuck. They're just like, yo, is this worth my fucking money? Yeah. That's right. That's right. So at the end of the fucking day, you gotta record it somewhere decent. Uh-huh. At the very bottom. Bottom of the barrel, mm -hmm. somewhere decent. If it's not there, guess what? Can I market this? Because guess what? At the end of the day, every beat producer does exactly what labels do when you want to clear a sample. Is this worth my money? Yep. Because before you <laughs> yep. can buy that sample, they're going to listen to 30 seconds of your record, and they're going to go, oh, is this worth us clearing this sample? If it's not worth it, you're either going to have to pay more to get it cleared, or you're never gonna get it cleared. Well, it's well, not the producer or beat maker's well, job to get your sample cleared. True. That is that, that is, is well, that if is, you that put is, it in the contract. That is put it in the contract because a lot of niggas don't know that shit. No, no, make no. sure. You, no, here's the thing. It, he's right. It's not. It's not the responsibility. It is for for the producers that do do that. That is an added bonus. I and which they you, should charge you is, way more. I tell you, when producers do, when producers get sample clearance for you, when you buy their record, you better kiss their ass. You better kiss Ugh. their ass because let me tell you something. Sample they did you a fucking favor. Sample Those clearance. Two people it's not even the fact to. that sample clearance is something that is not their responsibility. It's a hard thing to do. Because you not only have to go to the people like, that own the masters, but then you have to yeah. go to the label that also Owns was a part of that and shit. And the publishing. Like, you yes. gotta, there's, there's, there's levels you don't to understand sample clearance and beats and the producer aspect of it, check out a guy named DJ Payne. He'll, he has videos he educate, on YouTube yep. oh, that will yeah. educate mm. you on Good sample shit, clearance. Bro. Good yeah. shit, Good shit. But look, man, you get your records, you record your records, make, make a good demo, you send it to the producer, yo, what's up? I'm such and such. I'm an artist out of so-and-so, and I really love your records. I really love the, the beats that you produce. Check out some of my work that I did to your beats. Let me know what you think. If you're not ass, nine times out of ten, <laughs> you will get love from If this you're producer. not ass, it's a huge fucking oh, thing, is though. huge. <laughs> because I the had, more you know. I've had one or two producers who didn't <laughs> like what I did to that beat. Nah, he's right. You know what I'm saying? I've had one or two yep. who didn't like what I did to that beat. Yep. They wish I would. They wanted somebody. They had a different vision for their production, and so they didn't like what I did to it. And so them, I just bought it the the regular way because I liked what I did to the beat. So fuck what they think. But <laughs> if I'm building a relationship with you, shout out to 850, aka Larue made it. That man literally, I spent time with him. Make I made 10, 10 to twelve songs off of his beats, uh, uh, just him specifically, and I got all of those exclusive rights and trackouts. I own everything, mm -hmm. and I paid seven hundred dollars total for beats where I should have been paying for twelve beats, bro. Exclusives, I probably should have been paying eight to a thousand per. Yeah. I don't think I spent any less than probably 200 on any exclusive I bought. And since I've been recreating my whole atmosphere of me working on music again, mm -hmm. 
I bought four beats straight out exclusive and then a couple unlimited leases and all those unlimited leases have also been no less than a hundred dollars. So y'all want to do two hundred then? Two hundred, right? I would say two hundred dollars for I charge I charge two hundred dollars for my unlimited lease alone. I charge a thousand for my exclusives and I've sold multiple exclusives this oh, year. Lord, yes, sir. Shout so, out Danielle, because a lot of records is gonna be mm-hmm. there. And yeah, so, yeah. Now, so now from our eight sixty, we are now at a thousand and sixty, we're probably past a thousand. No, 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 like no, 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 I would say still go for the exclusive, but okay, I'll follow it. Two hundred. I'll follow it. I'll follow it. I'll follow it. So we're entry level people. Yeah. So now the next level, right? Next thing. The very next thing. What is the next thing they're paying for now, Austin? Distribution. Now, Oof. we have options. Austin, you might have to that. No. I just want to sit. So <laughs> sorry. So we have options oh, on distribution, I'm right? <laughs> let's Look. just let's just say. We are we are in we are still in broke nigga territory. Uh-huh. Broke nigga territory. Ooh. Okay. So if you're broke and you really can't Can I get a it, three, five, and twenty. Scoot down. Scoot down. Yeah. So 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 we in broke nigga territory, right? So here we go. Here we go. It wasn't even necessary. Let's I appreciate it. Just so y'all just so y'all don't think that we out here just 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 beating y'all to death and shit like that and kicking a dead horse three four times. Mm-hmm. You won't look. You can go to one RPM, upload this record that you've now spent your $1,060 on and do it for free. One RPM is going to ask you for one thing and one thing only, and that is 15% of your motherfucking of gross. Of the back end, though. Yes. They're not going to take it front end. Yeah, there's, there is no money, no money exchanged until you start selling your records, period. And let me talk about that 15%. By all means, go ahead. Because we're still talking to some broke niggas. All right. <laughs> And we need these broke niggas to understand that you're not getting over the shoulder, nigga. This is an unfiltered, <laughs> raw podcast. Oh, no, nah, I'm just sympathizing with these broke ass. You're not getting around that 15% if you want to make money on your records because you need somebody to collect your royalties. Mm-hmm. And whoever you go to to collect your royalties is going to ask for 15%. But Austin... But Austin, huh? Distro Kid said they give me a hundred. Nigga, fuck Distro Kid. They Facts. said they give me a hundred percent of my royalties. They don't. Austin, they don't. Austin, them niggas don't get your money like that. No, Austin, no, baby, okay. no. So, okay. so, but Austin, okay. been but Austin, so okay. way, baby. Why, why should I bamboozle? Why should I balance one RPM over <laughs> Distro Kid? Cause my man's is using Distro Kid. So yeah. why should I do? One RPM is this. I got, I got, go fuck with your man. I got former 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 man. I got Maybe cheap, not cheaper than one RPM because you don't pay nothing. But Distro Kid may be cheaper than the other <laughs> providers you can use. Uh, right. It's just the way he be talking, bro. It's just funny as shit. <laughs> but what does Distro Kid really get you? I need you to look at the fine print because Distro Kid don't even touch your neighboring rights. Nope. Oh. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They also so, don't get publishing, correct? 
There you go. There you go. DistroKid. Hello, oh, United Masters. No publishing. So, so for you that don't understand what neighboring rights are, you see that that hundred percent here in America. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're not getting the UK. You're not getting no worldwide shit at all. Sydney, Australia. Goddamn rap. Tokyo. None of that shit. Bye bye. They banging your shit for fun, and you ain't even seeing nothing from them. So the the states. The six states. I'm being generous. The six states in America that actually going to listen to your music. It's the only place you're getting your royalties from. This also, nigga. on the side This nigga road. said Florida, Maryland, you Georgia. Could, you, could upload your music. <laughs> you could upload your music to B-Stars and go through their monetization. You could go through their, their monetization, make more money off of streams on your B-Stars than you could off of fucking distro. I need y'all to understand that I don't even own my B-Stars no more, and I still get requests from B-Stars. <laughs> That's the level of that shit. I don't even post shit. I don't make beats no more. Any beat that I make is on my hard drive, it's in the vault, and it's all fire. I got, I, literally, you have to dig through my fucking hard drive to find that shit. If I leave my hard drive here, you will never find that shit. It's in a folder, it's out of a folder, it's out of a folder, it's out of a zip folder, it's out of another fucking folder. You have to dig for that shit. Yeah, nigga, you hit that shit like porn. Right? <laughs> exactly, nigga. I, no, no, you're not getting See, my mama sh- like to go through my shit every night. <laughs> I wish a bitch would open this laptop. I but like literally like you like right. time, a knife, a hammer, and a chair. I'll be at Matt's house, right? I take my I take my hard drive over to Matt's house. He's like, yo, look, one of the fucking drum packages is missing, and I had to dig through folders, nigga. Like, I'm talking about from 2015 kind of <laughs> folders, nigga. I have to dig through that shit to just find one drum sample. Oh, nigga, man. like, goddamn, like, dog, what the fuck was I doing? Like, oh, no, B-Stars is a shit. It is. To the point, my original point is that, like, dog, I still have people hit me up on my B-Stars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dog, I don't know if I even have those stems no more, nigga. I might have lost oh, that shit on a laptop. <laughs> but back to the point. But so, back to the point. I mean, I really ain't got nothing to say about DistroKid other than don't fucking use them. <laughs> but, At all. For no reason. I mean, best take I heard all night. <laughs> the best hot take all night. Hey. So when it comes down to really is, okay, look, one song, as we just went over, one song, you're spending what? A grand to fifteen hundred dollars, yeah. roughly. Yeah. Roughly. And did we cover mastering and all that yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. No, no, so, so roughly. Not marketing yet, though. Roughly, oh, yeah, that's what we were about to get to. A grand, a grand to fifteen hundred dollars. This is without music videos. This is without any of that. Yeah. My point is, do y'all's research. Yes. Do y'all's research, because because like like everybody's been saying, a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. They they don't really know. Before I got into all this stuff, I didn't know. But having these guys here, talking with Slim all the time, doing my research on my own. I mean, the internet is a wonderful thing. Lord Google knows all. Mm-hmm. You know? Fuck Wikipedia. Yeah, facts. Just do <laughs> your research. Like, like I said, it's... That sounds scary. Invest in yourself. <laughs> if you don't invest in yourself, and that even comes to something we didn't really get too much onto is the marketing aspect of yourself. Yeah. It like That's if you don't aspect. if you don't invest in yourself, you're we'll you fail. might not make it and you're probably gonna fail. Just being real. You know? Yeah. I'm trying, my G. I'm sorry. Oh no. It's, it, 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 it's the fuzz right here. I appreciate it, my G. <laughs> 
Um, so the next aspect of this conversation, while you guys are still here, you two at least, um, the marketing aspect. So yeah. we were talking about we're at twelve to oh, fifteen hundred dollars. Oh no! About the music video. Yeah, I won't say we haven't even made music, it. Well, that's, that's part of it. That's part of it. Well, see, that's another well, thing that the most music people video don't know. Come before the marketing, or does the marketing no, come? That's part of it. No, it's, it's part of marketing. It's all. In, okay. First of all, artists, if you're serious about really wanting to like put something out and push it, and you want this song to be the thing, you should have your music video and a lyric video done before you even release the song. And so, when you release the song. You should release your music video for and bonus the lyric points, video at the same time. For bonus points, slow and reverb bedroom. People like that on YouTube. They do. Slow and reverb gets on. As a as a as a prequel to any of this right now, come up with a game plan when the music mm -hmm. part is over. Mm -hmm. When the music part is everybody of, can make a record. Anybody can yeah, rap. When the music portion no. of <laughs> You're right, you're right. We're not gonna put out no names. We Jesus. Huh. <laughs> oh, nigga. <laughs> oh, I did Not it. Not my class. I did it. Not my class. I did it. No. I did it. I don't give a fuck. No, I do not support this. <laughs> All right, listen, 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 listen. No, this you is- You can say the not one, nigga. Nah, I did what I did. This is, this, this is the important part, though. You have to have a game plan. You know what the game plan entails? Besides marketing and promotion, make sure all your paperwork is covered. Uh -huh. Make sure you actually have all your registrations done. Make yeah. sure that you don't just talk a good game, but you take care of all the people that were involved in the creation process of this one record, the one record. Hell, we're not even talking about the rest of the records. We're talking about this one record. Make sure you hold up your end of the bargain by actually doing what Matt said. Do your research and have all the bases covered. Because what happens is the moment you slip and miss one thing that happens with your money, again, while we were making fun of DistroKid in the first place, you can use DistroKid all you want. But if you don't take care and get the rest of that money that's on the table, it's just going to be left on the table. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much money you spent if you're not going to get it all. Okay. The reality is you've got to have a game plan. That's why I said, like, when it comes to marketing and promotion, the video has to be in that because mm -hmm. what are we making a video for? Well, my problem is that a lot of people make this video and then, like, okay, so. And then did you My bad. I didn't <laughs> step on your shit. I'm a white. Yeah. However, here's my thing. A lot of times we've watched Quality Check. Mm -hmm. The video is awesome. Yeah. The song disappoints. <clears throat> and so I have a huge issue with motherfuckers that will spend bread for the video but won't spend that kind of bread on a mix. Mm. Well, here's the thing. That comes to the whole And that comes back to though. the original conversation oh, of oh, what oh. is a good engineer. Oh. However, at the end of the day, you as an artist mm -hmm. or you and your team mm -hmm. okay that shit. Don't That's matter. Not, it, but it, it, it does matter. No, it doesn't. You know why? Because because we all have a lifetime You're going of experience the with shitty... Well, no, yeah, he's right. You're he, going through the process. Because everybody grows. Look, listen. I, in the beginning of Gucci Man's career, I was not a Gucci Man fan, and rightfully so, because the, a lot of records he made was pretty trash. I've been listening to Lemonade all day. Don't do this. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> guess, what, guess what? Lemonade, Lemonade came almost six, seven years into his career of just being tra Yo, trash. Y'all want to talk about marketing? Let's talk about this. An artist needs to have an it factor about themselves. You know why? Because you're in a very... Oh, we were going to get into that, the stay in your lane shit. Oh, no, not necessarily. I'll disagree with you on that. I'll disagree with you on that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no, too. now, now, yeah. go. Now, go. I, I, no, 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 listen, it was getting to the heart of what he was saying. This is what well, I was getting, getting to what you're saying, even though it you disagrees got it. with you. Y'all got it, y'all got it. Because, you know what? 
Good marketing, good promotion will take a shitty ass artist who has who has the hunger and drive to keep going over anyone with the talent. Okay, so our, wait, 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 hold our on, hold of, on. Our discussion of paying for the recording, the mixing, the mastering, getting sure the record gets on a nice distribution platform, it goes to both sides of the argument. A small with talent doing that will go far who has the drive with the talent and the money. Someone that sucks at music. Shout out, Micah. I appreciate you checking in. Shout out. Shout out. We just gonna shout out. I am not drunk, sir. Well, right, hey, but, yeah, but yeah, to go along with what we're saying. JCX Beats, man, I appreciate you even though you hit me up. There's a lot of people that I see on the billboards that are really bad. trash. They're bad, but guess They're what? Trash. They have the they have the means and the drive to still be successful because they refuse to lose. Whereas how many people we know with talent that are still losers. Because they're uneducated and they invest in the wrong things or don't invest in Oh, shit, Gino checked in too. Yo, Gino, Hell, what's good? Even even when when we give them the advice on how to win, they ignore it. Yeah, of course. So so it can't That's always... That's what frustrates me. So it can't always... No, no, so, so to say... So, because so to get you want to know what it is? I'm going to explain exactly what it is. If you're an artist and you fit into what we're talking about on the negative side of things... You have to understand that you're in a comfort zone, so you're doing things that you're comfortable and knowledgeable about, but you're scared to get out of that comfort zone to look, yes, at, the yes, other, please. To look at the other dynamics of what it takes to have a successful career, to have longevity, and to actually do this instead of just do this and take, do that. Take it's that the step. things outside of your comfort zone that you need to be competent on and actually sit down, read, and do, and fill out, and hire people for. That's going to that take point. you to the next level. So that that's point. that's the difference. That's the difference between the nigga that sounds better than the nigga that's actually doing the numbers, not actually making the plays and getting the recognition. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why you can't fuck with this nigga because your eyes ain't are dotted and your T's are not crossed. You haven't done. Mm. You haven't stepped out of your comfort zone because you yeah. just wanna you just wanna do your hobby and think that it'll pay off organically. You cannot treat this like this is fishy. Not no more. You cannot treat this like this is a hobby yep. of yours. Yep. Not no more. Because what you're doing. And, and, and I think this is the big problem with a lot of um, new artists is that they take their hobby and try to treat it like it's profession when they're not ready for a profession. Because if you want to be professional, you're in a whole different game. Do you even just, know your name? No, 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 really? Oh, oh, my God. No, no, don't go there. Don't go there. No, go there. Go there. I mean, go there, but, but, but wait. Hold on, hold on. Before we go there... Because yes, there's trademarks, there's registrations that <laughs> artists need to fucking do. But before we even go there, it's a very much. I, 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 I need to stop doing it. Let it go. Let it go. No, I got you. Oh, yeah, it's fucked. It's, it's, it's fucked. It's a very much of a situation of before you even get to trademark and like, dog, where is your due diligence? Mm hmm. And for mm, me, yeah. here's where I go. Here's where I go. As an engineer on any given don't fucking week, pastor. right? Don't, don't say it. In my week, now, now I'm laying out my week. I take two days off from the studio. Those two days that I spend off the studio, I am booking my clientele. Hello, my intern. Whoa, ex-intern, now full engineer. He'll be a full engineer come this December. I'm, I'm giving him his shit. That's what I do. When I'm home and I'm not here, I'm researching, I'm studying. I'm on mix with the masters. I'm in, digging into my fucking PDF files, into my books of recording engineer's manual. 
mixing engineer's manual. I reread stupid shit that I already know the process too, but it's a refresher because guess what? This is what I fucking do. You want to be an artist? Uh-huh. You want to do this thing? Well, guess what? Where is your work? And where's your work path? How hungry are you? Because at the end of the day, the whole reason for this podcast, fire ain't fucking free. It's not. Don't bullshit yourself into thinking for one instance that any part of this process, you can scapegoat. Every now and then you might come across, okay, your boy might do video. Mm-hmm. Like you. Mm-hmm. Your boy might be a great producer. Like you. Your boy might be a great engineer like you. And so I can surround yeah. myself with that. But that's not ever a fucking guarantee. No. Nope. I'm lucky like that. You're responsible for your own nigga. But I'm still responsible yeah. for my shit because guess what? At the end of the day, I can't come in here and say no stupid shit to this nigga because this nigga's going to look at me like, nigga, Slim, what did you just... <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> nigga, what? No, you can't. Yeah. So with the same aspect of if any job you go into, you can't be a dumbass. How can you be a dumbass? Right, right. This is what you say you want. You can't say you want to be Andre. You can't say you want to be Jay. You can't say you want to be SZA. You can't say you want to be Beyonce and not do their work ethic because that requires something different of you. How hungry are you? It requires more of you. Say it, Pastor. The amount of shit that we do, dog. Anybody in this room, tell me you haven't had a day that you spent 36 hours in front of a fucking computer. Uh, working on some shit. That's in my day. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never did that for in two years. No, no. Let's Can not. You tell me how to get that movie Let's not bullshit. So much done. So much done. I'd be the, I'd be the same animal First in a all, different beast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Slim, how you get 36 out of 24? Slim's over here like, a lot of cocaine. Five, nigga. You make the time, nigga. <laughs> nigga, there's 24 hours in there. How did you make 48, nigga? I'm sure. I got a whole hell of a lot of daylight savings. Uh, I did got a Charizard that I was I put in my PTO, my nigga, and I was there, nigga. Like, no. You got me fucked up, G. So here's where I go. Like, a lot of people say, oh, Slim, you're so angry. You're so mad. You're so mean. Guess what? Check this. Here's where my shit comes from. I spent, this nigga will tell you, I am not lying about one instance of this shit. I will take two weeks and be at the studio, sleep at the studio, shower at the studio, eat at the studio. I'm not going home. My girl is calling me mad. I'm about my studio shit. I will sit here and let this nigga talk my ear dumb before I go home. Because this is what I'm about. So you got me fucked up because of your passion is artistry. You cannot slack. You cannot waver. You cannot fuck up at any point. Failure at any point is the biggest crush ever. Because guess what? I want to be the best. You cannot have Kobe mentality. You cannot have MJ mentality without putting it in. Okay, you don't got the money. What are you willing to do to get the money? And I ain't talking about selling weed. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? Because at the end of the fucking day, dog, if I put out a shit mix, what am I going to do about it? <laughs> you better, you better, you better what am I going to do about it? Truth more than you, my nigga. So, I mean, so look, so look, wait, 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 wait
at the end of the goddamn day, I want a hit record. Facts. But I don't have a hit record yet. What am I gonna do to make it a hit record? If I'm not willing to fucking go and buy the mic, go and shit. Hey, yo, well, look, man, I got everything but a preamp. Nigga, can you hook me up? I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll do a free session. Fuck it. No, it's gonna be. I do a free mix. It's gonna be. <laughs> I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know what people do. You gonna work for me for? No, 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 no. But the reality. <laughs> I mean, let's not. Have the reality is, though, if you build that relationship that Austin was talking. Week. <laughs> hold on, no. If you're talking about building a relationship to get to where you need to get to, like Austin was talking about. Yeah, guess what? So. I'm gonna put in that fucking work. I'm gonna do what it takes because I want it that bad. So don't tell me that you wanna be the next weekend. Don't tell me you want to be, uh, it kind of sucks, but party next door, because niggas don't really give a fuck party next door. But anyway. Stop disrespecting party. <laughs> I love party next door. Okay, me next too. Day. I love the weekend more, though. But that's not the fucking point. The whole, well, the whole, <laughs> the whole point for me is like, dog, like, okay, we got a budget. Cool. And that's what makes this. To make a hit record, you need this kind of budget. But not only do you need this kind of budget, but you need to stay in your lane. What is your lane? Is your lane R&B? Is your lane hip-hop? Is your lane a hook? Is your lane versus? What is your lane? And how far are you willing to go for that shit? Because at the end of the day, you are investing in yourself. And that's what I think that people get a lot of this shit fucked up at. At the end of the day, you pay me, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga. It doesn't fucking matter. You can pay any of us, but where's your money going? Your money's not going to just paying me. Your money's going to investing in your fucking self. I feel like a lot of artists waste their investments. That's what we're talking about. No, I'm just A kidding. wasted investment. Because if you're going to invest in me and I tell you, yo, you need to do this, you need to do this, you and need that, to do this, and... That goes back to the topic that we were even on. Why are you spending all this money if you're not willing to spend the same amount or even more on marketing to make sure that people can appreciate it and get you your money back? You understand? You're investing all this money into making something that you're really passionate about. Allegedly. Um, allegedly, correct. <laughs> allegedly. If you, really, like, if you really are, um, you, <laughs> like, have to, not okay. you have to spend that. You have to allegedly. either spend that same, the equivalent amount of energy or money that you put into the actual music after the fact to make sure that people are seeing it. No, that's a fact. Um, to Wayside's point, too, uh, wasting their investments, a lot of people, a lot of artists, even the artists that are willing to spend their money in the studio, right? They're willing to go to the studio. They're willing to spend that $110 on two hours of studio time. They're willing to pay for the mix. They're willing to pay for the master. But they not willing to pay for the music video. You can build a relationship. This is what I really wanted to hear. Do I care about your video about if your audio sucks? Some people will. But yeah, some, people, some, some people do. Some people. some people will. But what I want to talk about, it's kind of going back a, a little bit. But it's when it comes to building those relationships. Just because you build a relationship does not mean the shit is free. Because fire ain't free, <laughs> bitch. You can build a relationship, you. but you still need to pay. You still need to support yep. the people that you're working with because at the end of the day, you can't look at it as I want to win because if you 
win and your team doesn't, you still lose. Yep, absolutely. Because if you don't have a solid team around you that you've helped, for example, all of us here have helped each other in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, facts about that. All of us here have paid each other for an expertise that one of us has that the other may or may not have. Mm -hmm. We have all spent that money, and nigga, we like brothers. But we still spent the money. So just because you do build a team doesn't mean that you do, that they're going to do it for free. And you honestly shouldn't even want it for free. You should still pay them regardless. Exactly. It's it's, it's like uh, supporting a small business. Exactly. Compared to a a commercial business. Exactly what it is. It's no handouts. But most artists don't get that concept either. And I feel like... Now, is that on the artist or the manager, though? Again, most artists ain't got artists, manager, Most so artists just don't... Yeah, yeah, okay. Ain't okay, got okay, so it's going to fall on the okay. artist. Okay, yep. Look, 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 I got you guys. Look, just, just so... <laughs> and the artists you're talking about ain't no never going to get one because ain't nobody going to yeah. fuck with them. Look, I was saying, anyway. Look, no, just... just oh, so, don't be quiet. Say your <laughs> shit, nigga. <laughs> Say your shit, no, man. I don't got no manager in there. Just so we are 100... No, 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 no. Back. No, he was right. 100%. Just so we are a million times clear, though. <laughs> Guess what? If a, if a manager don't see you already working, ain't no management in your future. No. Nah, so that's the reality of it. Okay. That's the reality. You're just going to get a bullshit-ass manager that got the same work ethic as you. Yeah, yeah. and guess <laughs> what? And y'all just going to be some bullshit together. Your dumb ass probably going to pay up. Now y'all taking trips together. <laughs> nah, y'all taking trips. <laughs> 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 64 when you need to be in the studio. Shit, you know like, what I'm saying? Shit. Like, look, look, at the end of the day, again. Nigga, boss your phone. He's got, man, but where's your record? Hey, look. Nowhere, nigga. <laughs> We know a couple. He paid a for couple. my studio time. Boy, he paid for that studio time after trying to make deals with the nigga been doing the studio time in the first place. <laughs> nigga Man. said I'm signed, but I don't know cursive yet. Like, the fuck? Shut up, Holy shit. <laughs> hey, 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 look. Damn, hey. nigga said I'm signed, nigga but said, I don't know look, cursive look, yet. Look, how about this? How about this? How about this? Look, we, look, we, we can wrap all this shit nigga, up. Nigga, that's together. a knee slap. We, we, can wrap, we, can wrap, we can wrap all this shit up in one nice, tight little bow. So even after someone has already done all the music shit, if you have not done any of the marketing and promotion shit, it's a whole rap. Let's yeah. actually talk about this marketing shit. I've been wanting to get this shit off. Okay, so what is proper marketing for an artist? And and let's really get into the nitty gritty of it before we hit our last don't, topic. Don't don't micromanage the answers. Then let's stick to the big parts of the answers. Okay, so well, I'm gonna let you so, know that. No, no, look, we, no, all, no, no, no. we all know it. So look, 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 getting being on all platforms is great, right? But all platforms. Have a playlist. My my number one thing that an artist should really be looking at. Spotify. Spotify has has people and their curators for playlists, but so does Apple Music. Matter of fact, if we want to be real about it, every streaming platform lets you make a playlist. There is not a reason why an artist should not be promoting every single playlist on at least the top three, which are Spotify, Lazy Bitches, Apple, and Tidal. All three of these should have a playlist. I said what I all said. Three I don't take it out. <laughs> no, but seriously, like all lazy bitches. All three of these, all, these are the top three streaming platforms in our country. All of these platforms have millions of subscribers, which means you have plenty of opportunity to not only subscribe with these joints, pay for these joints, which most of the people do anyway, just for their own amusement. But shit, share the motherfucker. Title pays the most money out of the three, and most people hate on it. Apple fucking, everyone got a fucking iPhone, plays Apple Music, but niggas ain't even putting their own shit on their own playlist. Spotify's fucking free. 
Well, I think the problem to that shit is that a lot of niggas are stealing beats, so they can't put that shit out. <laughs> no, no, niggas don't care. Niggas don't care. <laughs> they don't care. Still, oh, no, still they doing. still put it out. They yeah. still do it. Trust me. I got some former men's. Yeah. Men's. Putting out, men's. Putting out <laughs> records that they ain't paid for. Not even the least. Not even the niggas least. like, well, by the time, by the time it blows up, Hey, hey, look, look, just doing that, that's the first break, right? Just on, on the streaming platforms that everybody talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, when we talk about marketing and promotion, is anybody at all just deaf and dumb when it comes to hey, social media? We got a question from the audience. What's up? Said, what about SoundCloud? I made 2000 off of that sound, um, song, I'm a Remaster with Slim. Did you make $2,000 or 2,000 views is my first question. Um, I don't mind sure remastering something with me. SoundCloud monetize records? Yes, Always. they do. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. been doing it. And you can actually monetize, now, now, you can monetize your beats from SoundCloud. Now, I, I, I'm pretty but, sure he means, hold on, just to answer the question. I'm sure they mean 2,000 plays. That's because what because I we because we're part of a, a lot of you need stress. but I don't think two thousand plays 2000 makes 2000 no two thousand plays does not make two thousand dollars no no two, no, 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 no that's why he asked two thousand streams two thousand streams is like part of with fifty cent no it's not fifty cent no 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 it's less than no it's not that money two thousand dollars that's entirely off of the platform how many plays. How many plays? Yeah, Brad, I need to know how many plays you're talking about. And like, was there other yeah. games like shows and shit involved to make Man, you 2000 My nigga, I'm, I'm calling a little bullshit here. If he says strictly off SoundCloud, break. he's lying. Oh, do you think, G? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say. If he says strictly off SoundCloud, he's lying. It had to be other Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't even sound right. Yeah, yeah it had to be other things get that off of YouTube. Bro. Like, it's gotta be other avenues after. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I've done I've done the the, the uh, let's see what he said. Oh, he said, nah, I got fifteen thousand plays on that and fifty thousand total all my music. Two shows in Florida is what he said. So what do you what are we talking about? Okay. So the original question, hold on, let's go back. Yeah, because what we were talking about, he said, What about SoundCloud? I made two thousand off that song. Then he wants to remaster it. Okay, what about it? What's the actual question though? Uh, I think he was talking about what we were talking about. He was talking what we were talking about on the platforms. Title still pays the most. Um, Okay. Congratulations to your your musical success first. Yeah, absolutely, Brad. Don't get it wrong. I still want to work with you, G. How how old is this record? How many? Yeah, there's a lot of other factors that I'm. Over what period of time did you make that? Oh, he's talking about the marketing aspect. He said 2000, including the shows. So right. as far as the marketing goes, like, okay, so what did you do for your marketing? That's what I would ask you because yeah, you got those plays. What did you do to get those plays? Because you could have a million plays if yep. You I mean, what your was your marketing right? What was your built-in fan base already? Did that come from the people who already fuck with you? SoundCloud is not an underrated platform. I'm sorry, he was responding and I was just responding to him. I'm sorry, oh, I didn't mean to oh, cut you off. Okay. Um, did you, is that from your base of fans that you already have, or did you bring or gain fans? Because if you did your marketing right, you would gain fans. How are you on time? You good? It wouldn't be a situation where, oh, I made this much 
but I didn't gain anything else from it. See, marketing is more than your amount of plays. Marketing is more than the views. Marketing is the plays, the gaining fans, growing your your portfolio, your brand. It's all included in your marketing. Yeah, that's the so, brand building. Brand, yeah, it's building, literally brand building. Yeah, brand building is part of the. Okay, so let's let me let me add to what Austin's saying here. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'll to what Slim was saying. Go ahead, read what you saying. Okay, so I, real 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 quick, he said, "I'm in college for music business." And I marketed through school and grew mm-hmm. my fan base over the period of a year, made the um, 2000, mm-hmm. after the song had been released for about 10 months. Awesome. Now, um, I'm going to repeat it one time for Wayside because he just walked back in here. So the last comment that we have is this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm in college for music business, and I marketed through school and grew my fan base over the period of a year, made the 2000 after the song had been released for about 10 months. So I just want to catch you up. That's okay. Cool. So... Now, and I applaud you for being in school. Hopefully, you're, you're either almost done. I'm or, proud of you because, nigga, I yeah. fucking was ready to leave school for so, engineering. <laughs> and for Let's, using your resources that you have available to you. You're absolutely. Now, for this, so, so smart. welcome to the entry level of what's going on here. So I'm going to talk to you then like you know, like you understand what's going on. Now, what you did here, did you make that translate into a website for yourself? What you did here, did you make sure that all your, that how many songs are we looking at? Is it one song? Or are we talking about a collection of songs? Did you make sure that all these songs that you did for these numbers for your 10 months were registered? Did you make sure that not only did you, when I say register, I'm not just talking about col- for collecting, I'm talking about across the board. Did you, make, sound yeah, did you make sure that Nielsen had it? Did you make sure that you were, your discogs are filled out? out but yeah. Did you make sure, hold on, did you make sure that your sound, your sound exchange was filled out? Because any place that played this record on radio you're not getting any royalties. And because you're in that business class, I know they told you about sound exchange. And if not, when you get to it, I promise you're going to go back and fill it out. If they didn't tell you about sound exchange, you need to find a fucking new management team. No, no, no. He got it. He got it. They're going to teach you. He ain't, he either learn, he's either going to learn it or they're going to teach you. Either way, because you're in class for it. So there's no, there's no excuse for it. It's, it's what's going on currently, right now, in the music business, current climate. I would not say that because I went to school for this No, 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 shit. but you didn't go to school when sound exchange was a, was a thing. Sound exchange is a brand. It's still a new thing. It's only five, six years old. You weren't in school five, six years like that. And not only that, the music the Music Modernization Act just passed two years ago. Yes, the Music Modernization Act. So he's yeah, in school currently. That. So because he's in school currently, he's learning these things right now that are currently affecting the climate that he is inhabiting. Okay. So what does he say I right get now? It. What does he say? Did, did he say something new? Mm-hmm. Okay. One ten, second. I said ten songs, right? Uh, ten songs. Three weren't monetized. And mm-hmm. I'm played on college radios as for the website and I have no face. Good. It's okay. You know why? So this is where the majority of your money probably kicked in, not from the streams, but from the college radio, because college radio pays out more. Now, oh, not he this- said something else. Hold on. What's that? Um, he's applying what he learned in class as he goes. My okay. man, and that's what I want to hear. You know why? Because it's applied knowledge that helps you win the fucking race. So, college radio always will pay out more because the payouts for college radio are still more than compared to your streaming. Okay. So no matter what platform you were on that you got 50,000 streams on, it's not that's not where your 2,000 is coming from. It's coming from the college radio. But depending on who you use for your distribution platform, you probably not only did you get those college radio plays, you might have also gotten Pandora plays. Now, wait. Most college radios mm. are internet-based. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter but because it, all, now, it comes down to what that, what that is, is registered is that, as. Is that considered terrestrial in that instance? 
No, college radio exists on its own thing, but it's it's just radio. College radio, even though they call it college radio, it's still radio. But if I'm not at that college, I can still log into that site and mm-hmm. hear yeah, what that college radio is playing. So of course, because, be... because most because most colleges, like you just said, are, on, yeah. are online. So you can stream college radio's radio play while it's going from any but college now, in the world. the royalties that you get from that should be more than you were probably ex- expecting as the average artist. Well, when it comes to streaming, yes. Because most yeah. artists, when you say streaming, they're thinking radio play online mm-hmm. or any plays online. That's just not the case. Because no. college radio can play it over share. <coughs> college radio can play it Sorry, over guys. the air. Sorry, guys. Sorry. They can play it over the air in a campus, and you can just hear it because you because the campus has its own America. station number. Yeah. That's for the campus. Yeah. Guess what? Like it's streaming sense. online. It still counts because it's still radio. Now, what else yeah. did you say? Oh, this is something new. Mm-hmm. Um, for his distribution... Yep. Distro kid, kind of screwed. Yeah, because yeah, fuck Distro Kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's. So let now. What we didn't really go over was the things that Distro Kid doesn't do. Number one, go fill out your publishing. Go find a publishing administration, unless you've already done it, because you seem to be quite, quite adamant about making sure your shit's straight. Go find a publishing administration. Okay. You're Take fine. Your Number one. Number two, make sure that you filled out all of your stuff for your PRO, because Distro Kid. This is where they fuck people over. DistroKid will tell you when you signed up that they are now your performance rights organization, which now will screw you out of any kind of mechanical royalties from any performances that you did within that 10-month time span. Any mechanical royalties. You got screwed over because DistroKid don't pay mechanical royalties. So that's number two. Number three, and I always hate this when people always tell me about how much royalties DistroKid pays out, but if you did a record and you had more people involved, a.k.a. the producers and any other writer, they have to pay to get their money from DistroKid, just like how you have to pay to get your money from DistroKid. Mm-hmm. These are the three top three reasons why I hate DistroKid, because for the 100% that they say you're getting, the other 50% that you're supposed to be getting, they say they don't care and throw it out the fucking window. This is why I hate DistroKid. Now, back to my man. We all hate it. We all hate DistroKid. We do, because yeah. it's 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 literally telling you a lie to your face and then walking away saying that, hey, you like it though. So, at the end of the day. Artists all, that use DistroKid suck, by the way. Man, most artists that do use DistroKid are just looking like we said. They got the broke, broke nigga mentality. They, it's You're $20. They, 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 they love the fact that it's $20. <laughs> they love the fact that it's $20 for an unlimited thing. So his question is, so who should I use as a dis- distributor? Now, so my, my go-to... Yeah, of course. Because I, 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 do I do this for a living. My go-to people for distribution are going to be 1RPM. And and his next comment is something I want to hit, but go ahead. 1RPM. Okay. CD Baby. Pro. CD Baby Pro, because it's just only smart to do it. 1RPM will collect everything for you, and all they're going to ask of you is 15% out of your 100%. Because On they, the back end, not they, from up front. Yeah, so they will collect of everything for you, register you for everything. And from your other comments you made prior to that, they'll even monetize your SoundCloud for you. So if you are out here getting SoundCloud numbers like crack on a Monday, guess what? Not like crack on a Monday. I hey. think most crack people... Operate on the weekends. But no, okay. a, a good crackhead will be out here every day. Hey, look, look. Every day. <laughs> a good crackhead treats a Monday like a Friday. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> if if your SoundCloud is jumping, <laughs> guess what? Tuesdays. Well, <laughs> we got two questions. Okay. Well, all right. We got if a couple things we got. If your SoundCloud is jumping, they'll take care of it for you. Nubian G asks, how do y'all feel about United Masters? Uh, I mean, it's a little uh, messed up because uh, he hit he hit us first. And then Gino's after that. So let's hit this first. 
and I want to hit this first. Yeah, um, I kind of got pulled in because I was a new artist when I got signed. And this we covered is the, that already. We recovered. Yes, that. but I want to hit this just one last second. It, it'll take me a minute. Mm-hmm. Stop listening to other niggas that are artists. Broke. This that are broke. Sh- bro, this is the hearts. biggest fuck up of any <laughs> artist that can hearts. ever like get fucked up. Because at the end of the day, are they dealing with our very first topic of the night? A good engineer. Uh-huh. So you're already fucking yourself up. Do you have a good engineer? Do you have a good team? Are they educated in the knowledge that they need to have? When we're mentioning things like sound exchange, meal scan, things like that, if your team don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you need a new you fucking team. Oh, yeah, you got problems, man. You got, you got big issues. You got to drop them. And you're, we can't start this you're conversation. In business, you're in the business class, so when you start talking to your people about certain business aspects and they don't listen to you, you well, need they're, they're not understanding. This is like, yo, if I come Peace. to your door and I'm selling Kirby vacuums. I used to do that, by the way. This nigga said Kirby. All I'm saying, if I, I come to your that. door and I'm selling Kirby <laughs> vacuums and all you got is a Swiffer, Nigga, we're in a whole different conversation. Oh, yeah. If your man's hooked you up to the Swiffer. What's what new No, I'm going to go ahead. Oh, United Masters. Eh, yeah, I, 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 I want to do it. Yes or no. My comment, ahead. and, and we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to do our thing. However, at the end of the day, dog, this sounds like you need to check your team. Because if you do your own independent research, Fuck what we're talking about. This last question goes to what you're getting at right now. Which has the most bang for buck for real because I'm still grinding to fund my music. Mm-hmm. You need to do your research. Now, personally, I believe that everybody in here would say probably one RPM currently. CD Baby. And, and, and CD Baby. It, and CD Baby. It's those two. Uh, and yeah. I, I, let, me, let me finish before you did it. The reason why is because one RPM, it, there's no upfront cost. So if you're willing to trade a royalty percentage for making sure you get the most out of your money go with one RPM. Also, the least amount of work that has to get done. One RPM. Mm-hmm. If if you're like one I One RPM also does your music video. Yep. Uh, you can distribute and your music collect videos your publishing. and your music video monetization. Yep. Your content ID. Yep. One yes. RPM does all of that. Yep. Yes. Uh, the thing that I would say about CD Baby, CD Baby Pro, CD Baby Pro is powered by and owned by Sound Exchange. So you go CD Baby Pro, you're still they're still going to take that fifteen yep. percent because they're collecting everything. They're being your your uh, publisher. Dope, nigga. Yeah, I need to get one. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's um, good. I think that at the end of the day, you need to really seriously question. And look, there's a lot of questions, and and we're trying to get to all of them. And just give us a second because we're we're trying to hit them all in order. Just answer yes. Let's say yes. Nubian is for you. Yes. The answer is yes. That's it. Yeah, the answer, <laughs> the answer, the answer, the answer is yes. <laughs> Nubian, I know you had another question and we're going to hit that shit. The answer is yes. The answer, but the answer you know. to your question is yes. The answer is yes. 100% yes. Yes. Get the physical copy. Get the digital copy. Make sure you get the PDF copy. Read that. The, <laughs> the audio book. Get the 10th edition. Absolutely, yes. But the answer is yes. To yes. the previous question, I appreciate all the hearts. I appreciate all the love, man. Like, this is our first joint. Like, I, I love it. D, my best friend in the goddamn... What up, D? From pull-ups. Ah, my nigga. Yes, I appreciate you being here. However, to the, to the very first joint that we were answering with Brad, bro, like, honestly, I think that you need to have a very serious conversation with your management team, and you need to realize where they're at and know that... Huh? He's by himself. No, he does have a management team. Mm. 
Brad has somewhat, not if he's doing it by himself. If he's asking to do it, he's doing it by himself, he said. Bro, either fuck with one RPM or CD, baby. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, that's what that comes down to. Um, so the next question that was after his shit. No, so how do you how do you feel about United Masters? Okay, so here's the thing. United Masters, I think, is a dope program. I think they have a lot of good things. Things that I like about United Masters is they have plugs with 2K, ESPN, um, sponsorships. Those are things that not a lot of those um, distribution companies can offer off the bat as just an artist that United Masters presents to you up front and you can just submit your shit and take that fucking chance. However, that chance is dependent on the fact that you have all of your other paperwork together. Yep. Because if you don't have any of that other shit together, it doesn't matter if you get your shit on 2K, you're not getting paid. Well, United Masters, the, the thing about United Masters, sure, it's free, but that's because they don't do anything but show you these opportunities. You have to do everything. It does have a management team. You, you have to register your songs, you have to copyright them, you have to still have your uh, okay. publishing, uh, you publisher PRO. rights organization. You have mm -hmm. to, you with PRO. Well, that's your BMI, ASCAP, your CSAC. Yeah. But with United Masters, though, that's not it. You ha literally have to do everything yourself. Yeah, everything else. They still need the everything, like you said. Yeah. yeah. You need There's nothing else. that United, all United Masters is saying is, here, you can upload for free, <laughs> yep. and here are some opportunities. Yep. But other than that, they don't do anything. Well, here's the other thing. United Masters collects, I believe, uh, between 85 to 95% of your shit. If you are not signed up with them, you gotta like pay like $15 to get the 100% royalties back. However, the big caveat is they do not collect any of your publishing, which means you have to sign up with somebody else to collect that publishing Publishing shit. administration? Now, the <laughs> thing with United Masters is United Masters goes, okay, guess what? You're signed up with CD Baby, you can link your CD Baby to us. We'll collect that from you. However, to my knowledge right now, even if you're signed up with CD Baby and you go through your shit with United Masters, they still do not collect your publishing, which means that's another fucking thing you're lacking on at the end of the fucking day. Uh -huh. United Masters, I think, is a great program, but the publishing aspect is a huge downfall. And it fucks up. Because at the end of the day, as an artist, you want things seamless as seamless as possible so even as a manager you want things as seamless as fucking possible here's the thing though and, and it depends on what do you want and how quick do you want it because yeah united masters is going to give you certain opportunities up front all the love we're getting but do so do your way. homework because one rpm also has uh a lot of contacts you just gotta earn it yeah yeah. You just gotta you gotta do your legwork. One one RPM is going sure to be just like a manager too. or just like a label. They need to see yeah, sure that you're serious, that you're growing, and then when they see that you have that it's growth, they start seeing those numbers and that work that you're putting in, then one RPM says, Oh, I like what you're doing here. Check this out. We have a relationship with this person and that person yep. and that person. Mm -hmm. Let me put you mm -hmm. here. Are you interested in that? So sure, one, one, uh, United Masters will do it up front, but one RPM is doing is it makes you put in the work that you need to put in anyway. Because you need your SoundCloud, you need your YouTube yeah. hooked up, you need all these things hooked up, and you need them ready to go. Yeah, and that's how one RPM operates. 
Mm-hmm. Is if you have all those other things already signed up LinkedIn, you can then connect those things and then you can yeah. collect that monetization from one specific place yep. mm-hmm. and you're fucking good to go. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of having a whole bunch of individuals. Yeah, yes. exactly. You don't gotta worry about you don't gotta worry about creating craziness because the distribution company is needing you to do this, this, and this. It's literally the things that you've already been doing, you put them all together and then they make sure that the things that you haven't done yet, you get it done. Mm-hmm. Because nobody wants to get out here in these streets putting music out here and not get all of their money. The reality is most artists are getting lied to. There's only so many companies that don't lie to you because it just doesn't look good on camera for some stupid marketing spiel. That's the reality of it. The reason why you probably never heard of 1RPM in the first place. Because they're not out here just like, hey, do you need distribution? You want to keep all of your royalties? That's not real. That's not real. You know it why? It almost sounds too good to be true. Exactly. But guess what? You know what they're going to tell you? Look, we're going to get this much for our operating costs because we're doing all this rest for you. Uh-huh. And you get to keep this. That's reality. And so, what is zero out of nothing? <laughs> same shit you started but with. But what is something out of nothing? Because what is Sound Exchange? A government-run program where you get something from nothing. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is sign the shit up. Sign and, up. And, and, That's it. And literally tell them... Who is your producer and who is your engineer and give them their cut? So if I gotta give you five to ten percent as my engineer, and I gotta give you five to ten percent as my producer, mm-hmm. okay, at tops and at best, I'm giving twenty percent. But what is my twenty percent out of? It's money I didn't even fucking have. Yep. I'm getting eighty percent out of something I never fucking had. Yeah, because you. How are you mad? Ever? It's money that is guaranteed. And all you gotta do is fill out the information. Yep. And give people their shit. That's it. It's a fucking rap after that. Which which for someone like him is dope because he's in school and college radio is already part of his marketing and promotion. And because uh-huh. they pay out more and he's already seeing the more from it, the reality is those fifty thousand streams don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's that radio play that got you yeah. that got yeah. you going. That's where you got So 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 guess what? So guess what? And, and just to answer your last question, no, I wouldn't say replace the people on your team. I say bring them up to speed like you are right they now. They need the knowledge. If, they, if, if they're in your yeah. age rank and they don't know like that, and then like, they yeah. refuse to listen, then replace them all. Kick yeah. them to the motherfucker. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You're all in school. Because so, fire so this is great. This is the greatest place to find your team because you're all in school. I'm going to get a little for the same for thing. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so you know what? So you know what you do with your team? Assign them jobs and tell them don't you dare deviate from this job. You got an idea for a different job? Great. But don't you deviate from the job. Make them do the work that is allocated to the person of their stature. Guess what? One person likes typing shit up, make them fill out the paperwork. One motherfucker likes making sure that the money is straight, make sure that they are checking on the bank account of all the streams so it can get reported. You know what? You got somebody hey, else making sure man, that the straight. Hey, my man, the educator. I love you, guy. Making My sure man, somebody on. likes someone likes looking over and making sure that everyone is doing their motherfucking job. Cool. Make sure that person has all the passwords to make sure that they can put all the shit out in a timely manner when you drop records. Keep them accountable for your career. Now here's my thing. Here's here's where I go. How hungry are you? And fire ain't fucking free. I do the same shit with you. You know my shit. Mm-hmm. You know my shit. You know my shit. You're welcome, man. Anytime I give anybody any kind of information, I give them a two-week fucking notice in my fucking head. If I give you shit to do, paperwork-wise, 
If that shit ain't done in two weeks, as an artist, you come to me, you're like, yo, Slim, how do I do it? And I don't charge you my consultation fee, which at Quality Test Studios, hello, is $100 an hour with a two-hour minimum. Mm. If you don't fill that shit out in them two weeks, I don't believe in you no more. Because guess what? <laughs> you ain't worth the fucking paperwork. You can't put in the goddamn paperwork. Fuck you. <clears throat> you ain't about the shits. You're not about it. Because how hard is paperwork, nigga? It's a Scantron. You've been doing this shit since fucking middle school. Actually, all this shit can, all this shit can be done on the phone. All of it can be done like your phone <laughs> while you're on the bus, while you're texting Shorty. Mm -hmm. You can be fucking doing your shit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear excuses. Shit, Slim filled out some of his credits and literally... On, this, yeah, on, Discord's on, on, on his phone. On his phone, watching TV <laughs> while having a discussion. I was, about, <laughs> I was, I was watching Guy to High School anime <laughs> while talking to this nigga. This nigga was here. I was here. I was drinking. I was eating and still filling out his credits. And still filling out all my credits. Texting me pictures of shit. So you got me fucked up because if I can do that shit while I am actually fucked up, you can do that shit sober. Mm -hmm. You can do that shit on your spare time. Take the time. Yeah, if, take if, the time. If you can text that bitch three times like, yo, where are you at? Oh no, that's a that's a problem. But <laughs> anyway, problem. if you got time to hit multiple bitches, if you got time to hit multiple niggas up. You got time to fill out your shit. You got to be fucked up. Super facts. That's a dumb shit. If you got time to ignore people, oh, you don't want to talk to your mouth because you don't fuck with them no more? Nigga, you got time to fill out that shit. Matter of fact, check it out. Matter of fact, if you want to keep it 100% real, the only thing you really have to spend money on is actually getting the copyrights for the music. Realistically. Now we're talking a whole different game. I'm just, no, 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 next, next episode, next topic. Yeah, yeah, next But I'm just saying, next realistically, if, if we want to keep it 100% real, you only got to spend money on the one thing that's going to save your ass in court. Copyright. That's it, if, if we're being real. Because everything else, you can really get for free if you research it. I'm not going to tell y'all where the fuck to find it. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you, <laughs> yeah, because do your own research. Do Consultations <laughs> <laughs> ain't free, bitch. Trust all me, right. we know it. We know where to find them. I promise you. We, we use them. All right. So, all right. So, last topic of the goddamn night, man. Um, and we're going to do this every episode. All right. One, I appreciate everybody showing up. I appreciate the entire team. Yeah. I really fuck with you guys. I really fuck with the fact that you guys came out no and showed up, showed out. I appreciate the people that. that tuned in. I appreciate the questions, the comments, all the love that we have gotten. So, for our regular <laughs> weekly segment, what we do here is we talk about our best and our worst sessions. Before we leave, we get we now whether it's in your week, in your year, in your month, our best and our worst sessions. Now you can pick and choose which one. And I know Austin got a bounce because that nigga's not an engineer like that. But hey, that is still the manager that you need to talk to. If you need a manager, that is that guy. However, this is where we're at. So our best and our worst. You can pick and choose which one you want to talk about. And that's all fine. However, who do I want to start with? I you, think I want to. Are you picking one? You can you can pick one. You can pick two. I don't care. How much time you have to talk about it though? Um, keep we are short. actually keep running. Short. Keep um, short. Keep we're 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 we got like thirty one, minutes left. One minute. <laughs> one minute. Uh, I'll give a little more time than that. Would you like right. to start? Sure. Why not? All right. So best or your worst for this week, this month, this year, whatever. You know, for this week, I will talk about my best. Okay. You know, for real, my best session, for real, for real, was probably just, and just, this is just me, my best session that I ever had. 
just we talking about for just this week or just in general this season? Uh, let's make it a general thing and we can continue oh, to so make it week my, by week. One of my yeah. best sessions. Okay. For real, for real, one of my best sessions was like the first time I met Mag and Naya. Because, <laughs> and, and the reason why is because I was blown away by the fact that I'm looking at, number one, a manager who knows how to be a manager and nothing else. And an artist mm. who wants to be an artist and the best of that artist and nothing else. She was, at the time, 17 years old. She writes all of her own records, including the harmonies, hooks included. Really don't need any song co-writers and stuff like that. But she's such a humble individual, as just, even at the age of 17, that giving her direction, she doesn't fight it. She goes with it and it loves the concept, true. loves the concept of... If it works, Ooh, good. Just if me it don't, perfect example. If, if it mm. don't work, we keep it moving because that's that's just our in in house rule. If it mm. works, let's rock with it. If it don't, let it go. And she loves that, and her manager loves that. And I didn't have an easier session that week than that session because it just was smooth. The records came out sounding great, and it was just the roughs. Heck, Columbia loved it. This nigga said, "Hey, this is a I mean, heck. hell, hell." No, fuck. it was just, it was a, it was a, it's that feeling. It deserved that. It was one of those moments where I was just like, you know what? It, it was a touching kind of moment for myself because it's like, damn, this was, it was just a great session. It was over. Everybody was happy, and everyone was just at ease. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, I fuck with that. Uh, Wayside. Um, one of my best sessions. Shout out to my brother, um, Franco. So uh, me and Franco, we had like some sessions before we got to this session in particular. But in this session, he came through with Leon. And when they come through to, to um, Quality Touch Studios, they always bring liquor. Now, I'm cutting back on liquor right now. But at the time, that shit was a blessing. I was like, damn, like it was just showing love off the break. But um, like when I'm when I'm recording Franco, I'm like, I love beats. So it's like I'm rapping on top of the beat like, uh, nah. Do, 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 do. And then I'm like, yo, dog, that shit's crazy, man. Yeah. And then Franco comes out of the booth and he like he hears what I'm doing. He was like, man, we need to make a track together. This dude dedicated a whole hour of his studio time for me and him to make a uh, a song with. And then on top of that, we flew down to Atlanta to go shoot a music video that he paid for um, with a dude named Mariko on top of a uh, of a building. Guess we're not with gonna talk whole, about how you scared us. With the whole, <laughs> with the whole. This nigga disappeared and then we were all scared. Oh, story. <laughs> with the whole beautiful view of Atlanta behind us, and it was like it wasn't necessarily so much of that session that was like so great. It was extremely great though. I'm not gonna lie, the session itself, but it's like the fact that it prospered and manifested after the session. I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking dope. That was a great video. I actually saw a couple of those Instagram clips, and I was like, damn, this thing Antonio down there is fucking doing his fucking thing. I yeah. I, I, I liked yeah. seeing that aspect of things. Um, for me, I would say currently right now, one of the best sessions I've had recently um, would actually be from one of my new artists, uh, Ryan. No clue. Shout out to you, man. I, I really appreciate what you're doing. Um I've known his dad for a while. He's a frequent at one of the bars I go to because I'm a fucking functional alcoholic. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. I mean, admitting this is the first step. <laughs> he doesn't want to fix it. <laughs> I admitted that shit like four years ago, nigga. He I think said, I said on the first step. He said functioning. Nigga, <laughs> like, I still show up to work on time. I'm good. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what functioning crackheads all say. Hey, look, I'm here, though. <laughs> and 
don't have work, she, nigga. She, Shut she, up. Nigga. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We're having all good fun and whatnot. Um, but Ryan is a very interesting character because um, this is a guy that is very young, and this is his first real interaction in a studio ever. And to see, I we took his tour, we did his tour, and we did a little half-hour session joint where he redid the lyrics to what he had already done, and we absolutely topped what he put out on SoundCloud. And he phenomenally loved the shit. Yeah. Like, I texted him before he even left this fucking studio. I was like, yo, listen to that shit in the car. Word. And literally, like, three, five minutes later, he was like, yo, I fucking love this shit. I'm like, nigga, I know. <laughs> I know you love that shit. However, um, since then, he's come back to me for two sessions. And both sessions, man, he's bought two hour times, and I'm talking about we're knocking shit out, and he still, he still has 30, 30, 30 minutes, minutes worth left. of time left. And he's like knocking the joints out cleanly, clearly, and they're great sessions. Um, shows up on time. I don't give a fuck if you're high or you're not. Man, I wish I was high when you showed up. Like, fuck it. Um, <laughs> and we just knocked through the shit, and it, it's a great fucking experience, and he's very willing to hear things that a lot of new artists aren't willing to hear. A lot of new artists are like, oh, set the auto-tune. Um, bitch, nigga, first of all, you're going to let me listen to this goddamn beat so I know what key it's in. Damn, bitch, you the nigga? Well, not Ryan. He's not a bitch, nigga. But like most, <laughs> most bitch niggas, they're like, oh, I, I want to record through auto-tune. Nigga, if you don't let me hear the BPM first, Man, like, nigga, I just loaded this shit. You know you're lying. Most niggas going to be like, well, we're we going to record to see what the auto-tune sounds like afterwards. <laughs> right. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we're not. That's not what we're no, doing. No, you're going to record with that all tune on right now. You know, um, going to turn it off. But no, <laughs> I'm going to carry myself in the head. He's a phenomenal artist. I think that he honestly has a lot of character develop. And I wish niggas like that would just shoot themselves. That's what I wish. Not him. <laughs> not your man. Damn. <laughs> not your man. I need my client to come back. Don't let him shoot himself. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what a dark mind you have. We'll talk but, about the next episode. No, I think uh, that, topic number one. I think he definitely has some development to do, but for a new artist that he's the like, I am the first engineer to touch his music. He he's doing his damn thing, and I think that is a that's really good up, thing. And I think that that's a great thing for Southern Maryland. I think I, I I like those aspects where like we get to touch as engineers, fresh artists, because that is we we set that we set that tone. We set the development of how he's going to grow. So at this point, if he leaves me and he goes to another engineer, it's going to be awesome. He's going to have expectations that have to be met. He set the standard. And I yeah. love that. The imprint yeah. of the nigga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. He said, I don't. My name is not Jacob. Oh, we're, we're not doing dry here. I'm not imprinting on anybody. That's a wrap. Um... But yeah, no, I think that's dope. Matt, do you do you have a session you want to bring up by any chance? Uh, I mean, uh, just a quick one uh, from recent stuff, and this is not to blow your head up, Slim. But but one of my some of my favorite sessions are when I am doing uh, sessions with Slim. Uh, just uh, kind of goes with what Will was saying. Just the flow of everything, the com comfortabil comfortability of everything. It just I've been around this dude for so long that we our minds think alike so so we know what's good what's not good what are we going to change boom 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 we just back and forth kind of bounce ideas off each other all the time um 
even like when when we are making beats, so you know the, the few times that Slim does do stuff now. Yeah, <laughs> but, I'm, I'm retired. But, fuck but that shit. just being able to bounce ideas off each other so quickly, and that the interactions that we have with each other, just to be able to make things work smoothly, the, the flow. It's just those kind of things are, are are the good things. That's what we all look for. Yeah, yeah. that's what we all look for. Super thanks though. Well, I think it's about that time. We've had a great time. We've had a long time. Yes, we have. Mm. And this is the first one, and I hope to have many others. So look forward to having this podcast on Spotify and Apple. Uh, shout out, first of all, to Will Bowser, Antonio Wayside, Matt Handy, Austin Tolls in the background. What's happening? My man. It's foreground. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Hey, 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 hey. Quiet Touch Studios as a whole. We running this shit. Shout out to Presonus. Thank you for sponsoring both me and Matt Handy. We're using your shit right now for the podcast. Look forward for more. Um, and shout out to you. Shout out to Slim the Engineer. Definitely. Man, uh, for making this beautiful for making platform this, this, this beautiful of course, pod, man. podcast. Man. I'm trying a little something, 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 something. So, as Antonio would normally do, are you wrecking some shit? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Are you wrecking some shit? Yeah. Do you, do you need engineers? Yes. Do you need a home studio? Yeah. yeah. Well, I have Will Bowser. I have Slim Chance, Slim the Engineer, myself. I have Antonio Wayside. And I have Matt Handy. Unfortunately, this nigga's a manager. I don't know. DM a nigga. But I can help you get to where you want to go. Coming from you live, Body Check Studios. I said quality check. God damn it. Quality check. <laughs> God damn it. You fucking ingrained that shit in my it's head. It's not water yet. <laughs> it's not water. But with love, we appreciate you guys. And remember, always, fire, fire is not fucking free. free. And we out this bitch. And we out this bitch. Love you guys. See you guys next Sunday. I love you. Each oh, and every y'all with the passion. Y'all yeah. Passion. I love your money, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love you. Nigga, you're still on the line, nigga. I do love their money. I love their money. I love them. I love their records, too. Just. Yeah, you love the money first, though. Fucking first and foremost. Nigga. <laughs> 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 <Shit. laughs> I don't even know how to stop this shit. You ain't got to. This is the, the B-roll right here. Hey, like you said, I love you. I love your money. Hey, I love your records. And guess what? If nobody wants to love your records the right way, goddammit, we gonna love them the way they need to be loved. <laughs> I'ma love you the way that your side nigga love you. Ooh, love. <laughs> <laughs> love. For a short time, not a long As time. Man. <laughs> As a married man, I'm gonna take my leave of absence, Mr. Buck. All right, that's a bet, that's a bet, that's a bet. Have a great night, Mr. Chance. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> dumbass? How can you be a dumbass? Right. Oh, damn. This is what you say you want. That's going to be at the end of the episode. Dumbass, how can you be a dumbass? <laughs>